A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We're all here this morning. Good morning, Logan. We're recording Captain Kirk. Morning. Chris Wayne. Yo. Wow, wow. Good yeah. morning. Got the bands all back. Yes, sir. Love it. Rocking out. Yes, sir. Had the B team last week. Everything sounded good last week, though, man. Everything, well, everything was good. You. Yeah. Boys did good. Yep. Had a few hiccups. That's me. That's me. Chris kept me steered in the right direction all of the time. Course, uh, you yeah. bet, baby. Mm-hmm. Chris is the best. Hey. Listen, I'm I'm just the grease that makes the thing go. Well, the graphite worked well, sir. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, prefer, was, I prefer graphite. I was a lot of hand signals. I see the Man. hand signals over there. I'd be going. Yeah, yeah, I uh-huh. can see the arm coming out of the window. I'm going up. Oh, Being uh, terrible yeah. listening, right. I was just going. You know, I said break. Oh, we need to kind of get Kirk a little tutorial on just a little bit of the ins and outs of break. So from now on, I think we're gonna. We're going to allow you to do some of this. That's absolutely. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good way to learn how. Absolutely. Yeah. The only way you'd learn that's is to exactly do it. Right. Yeah. Nice, anyway. Nice suntan, bro. Uh, what's that? Nice suntan. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's not really as strong as you would think, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you yeah. use some sunscreen. My, my wife literally won't let me go out anywhere near the sun without putting like 50 but, and paste on that's it. That's a smart lady and, right there. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you that just a quick story on that. Um, so we wanted, we needed to uh, pressure wash everything, the dock the other day, which my dock's not that big. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you pressure washed well, no, the dock? Well, I, I no, actually, I actually did not. Uh, we used the outdoor cleaner with a backpack sprayer. Okay. Wet and which, forget. Was, which was, huh? The wet and forget. No, the thirty the second outdoor, outdoor yeah, cleaner. Yeah, thirty second outdoor cleaner. Yeah, which is money. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, it's I don't know. It's a it's it's a thirty minute job. She's putting <laughs> you know fifty on me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. And, oh, and yeah. look, I've had skin cancer. I've had yeah. bad skin cancer. So well, I the mean, worst I, one is I, I what is it? it? The blue lizard. Y'all get that? The blue, I don't know. The we blue, don't use the, that. Or blue lizard or blue gecko. All I, it's all like I know white is white paste. That's well, all I know is that the stuff that Tara breaks out has got that white white paste. And what is it? Is it like a mineral white zinc? I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know it's got it zinc is. in it. But you got you got to really yeah. rub it in to get the white out. Oh, yeah. Rub it yeah. in, um, rub it yeah. in. Uh, 
it didn't really kind of just go away. Oh, really? Stay white. Yeah, yeah, it made me pasty. Okay. Nice. <laughs> made me pasty. I love pasty, the guys. Pasty, Jeff. Uh, I love the guys who get in the boat during the summer and they've got it on and it's oh. so thick. You're looking at them kind of, you're kind of chuckling, going, "Good yeah. gosh." They got it hanging on their ears yep. and stuff. Oh, it's in the lobes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in the, the corner lobes, of the lobes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like built up That's in the corners right. yeah. like, like a little snow drift. Yeah, yeah. you're like, hey, And you're going, oh, yeah. you got a little wax build up there, yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of too much sunscreen in there. You could use that for the whole left arm you know, there. You, you just don't think about, in Georgia, though, in February, going outside about oh, putting yeah. sunscreen on. No, but goodness, yeah, at the weather right now oh. in Georgia, for the most part, I know the times that you were up there in the yeah. last week, it's been like in the 70s, right? Beautiful. Oh my god. Oh, gosh. a couple of days it was hot. It's, uh, yeah, a couple of days it was just it yeah, is yeah. literally from what I understand it, the uh, things are starting to bloom, grass is starting to green. Oh yeah, the, mean, all the uh, over overnight. It's February. I, yeah, I the mean, maple trees went dude, nuts. The, 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 ma- the maple mass is crazy. Yeah, it exploded. Yeah. Wow. Our place too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean hey, and, and, and it's a good time for it too because everything's so damn wet. That mm-hmm. at least is starting to soak up some of that water, you know. I mean, down in the swamp, man, it is, it is wet. wet oh yeah, wet. we've been a bunch of rain up there. Yep. So anyway, um, got to send a big thank you out. Uh, Gordon's mm-hmm. Diner was open this morning. Oh, ah, I I didn't hear anything yesterday, so I did stop and pick uh, up we, a few goodies. Well, I good, go crazy, good. You know? I I liked it. You kind of got was limited, so you, you got the dessert thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Gordon has the full buffet. He does have the full Damn. buffet this morning. I, mean, I think we've got all we got sausage, we got shrimp and grits. I mean, we've got he is. all kinds of good. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. Pork chops. To do that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I know. What in the world, he, man? He, he said, and, and you know, it was totally his idea. I mean, I was up at well, it was last week. <laughs> I was up at quarter after five this morning. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, Captain Kirk, but Gordon was willing to cook last week. But of course, since neither I nor Kevin. Uh-huh. Okay, was gonna be here right. last Saturday. Come get it. Nobody could go over and get it. Swing in and pick it up on the way. So right. yeah. we said, "Hey, look, you know, Kevin's not gonna be there. I'm not gonna be there. Uh, Save can it we for do next week. Next weekend." Yeah. So I mean, we didn't try to take it off of your Scotty came table. And so took to orders and then left and then came back and then ate my order and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I ate your breakfast, but here's here's mine." He did. Oh yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> He goes, well, after I was eating it, and I was like, uh, yeah, that was one thing. I, yeah, yeah, ask me what I wanted. I told you what I wanted, and then you ate it. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, anyway, we got we got great breakfast yep. this morning. So, well, thank uh, you, Scotty. We're very excited for that. And yeah, thank you, uh, we already have our f- first phone call of the day. Let's we go should. right to the phone lines, folks. If you'd like to get in this morning here on the Nimnik Outdoor Show, 904-641-1010. Let's go talk to Bob this morning. Morning, Bob. Yeah, hello, hello, Jeff. I got a question for you. If you got a turkey, I know that turkey season is right around the corner. If you got a turkey that's been gobbling off and on for a while, it won't come into your calls. Do you suggest you go to him and maybe help every now and then, you know, to make it seem like the uh, end's coming to him? What's your thought? Uh, well, I mean, so the basically the question is for people to understand it because I mean, the phone was not exactly clear there. Right. If you're turkey hunting and you have a turkey that's calling and you're calling with him, will you go to him? The answer yeah. to that for me would be a no. And here's here's why. The majority of the times that you try to go to a turkey, you're going to bust. You're going to get busted. Yeah, you're going to get busted. So, But it depends. I but totally, it does depend. I, I, it does depend. If it, it but depends. my first reaction is to stay put. Right. It's all according to... How far he is. Well, right. and it depends it, on the contour of the land. I was going to say, if he's on the other side of the creek, yep. you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of, but if if he's too close for you 
to feel comfortable. I mean, and and Jeff's absolutely right. I, if it's real yeah. loud, I, I will he's say closer this. Closer than you right. think. I'll say this: is that typically when you can hear it, he's pretty close. Especially the once you get into the season, because of the foliage on the trees is out mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Right. But now, look, there's been many a turkeys that I've gone to, especially out west, where I've actually even seen the turkey and said, he's not leaving. Mm-hmm. And so I said, all right, I'm going to him. And I could duck into some cover and then make a half a mile kind of trek to be able to get close to that bird. Right. But that just doesn't happen very often around are these, I guess you could say, the southeastern birds. Right. Yeah. You're right. So it's hard. And and I think Kevin's answer is the best one. It depends. Depends on how long you've tried. It depends on where he's at. It depends on what's between you and him. It depends on a lot. Right. But the simple answer to is to stay put for a little while right. to see if you can make the, it happen. The, 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 the number one thing that kills turkeys is patience. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, if you'll just be patient. And I mean, you know who taught us that was 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 Fred Stokes. Yeah. I mean, he always said, you know, if if that bird's gobbling and he goes off with his hens and he's heard you, and he's answered you. He's answered you. He's gonna come. He's it, 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 and you may not hear him for an hour, or an hour and a half, but if you'll be patient, it might take him two or three hours to get to right. you, but he's gonna come to yep, you. Exactly. So um, the simple answer is it depends. The other simple answer is have some patience. Yep. Anyway, good question. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Uh, let's go talk to Gary this morning here. We're going to get two calls in the first segment. Holy cow. But, but Gary, no jokes, man. No jokes. No jokes, brother. Yeah. No, no jokes. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Gary. Hey, did any of all happen to see the feature about, uh, the efforts to save the, uh, the burial reef off the south coast of Florida? They're taking samples in and putting them in like petri dishes and trying to, Yeah, uh, I saw that where they're taking you know, uh, chunks of coral and trying to regrow them. Yeah. So there's some uh, issues going on down in in the Keys with some of the coral coral reefs. I saw that. I mean, they've had that issue for. A but it's, long a, it's an time. ongoing study. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of it has yeah. to do with the Everglades runoff. They suspect. Right. Um, I know Florida Atlantic University has a couple. I mean, of you remember the the, the, the BP spill? They thought it was going to kill the Keys. Yep. Thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. But it it didn't. It did not. So I don't know. I think a lot of its stuff is is um, a reaction that you got to have just because you have to end up trying to figure something out. Sure, right? I mean, sure. I think what they're finding too, Gary, is that that there is an acute balance in nature that's got to occur, and and we have to be very very careful of what we do in that ocean. I mean, it, it, where that was pretty scholarly. That right was there. man. Holy well, crap! I was going to say thanks, Doctor. <laughs> Hanging around Dr. White, but you think about it. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I thought was very. Oh, 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 there's no question. The damage that man has done over the years has just been, it's been sinful. Well, we, you know, we do things sometimes where we don't think before we act, and we don't do it out of malice. It occurs, even the population explosion that we're, uh, you know, going through right now in the state of Florida, that's going to have some impact. I mean, there's only so much water coming out of the aquifer. And then so much, you know, what is it, byproduct that we incur from our population that's going to got, it's got to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, yep. goes to a water right. treatment plant. And FAU did a study of the bonefish in Biscayne Bay, and they did flesh tissue studies. I remember that. And they determined that a lot of those bonefish 
had byproducts from chemicals that we ingest to take care of our bodies. Mm -hmm. Blood pressure meds, uh, um, uh, what is it, the other pain medications, blood thinners. They were in the tissue of the bonefish. Mm. And let me tell you what, you think about it, when it goes into a water treatment plant and you flush it down the toilet, it can do certain things, but certain things it can't do. And it can't take those chemicals out of the water like that, you know. Microchemicals, you know. I don't know. That's uh, absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Great. Thank Thanks, you, Gary. Gary. Hi, Gary. Anyway, uh, we're all back together today mm-hmm. because we were all over. I guess you could say parts of the world. We were. Last you week. two were. Where were you? You in Georgia? I was. You had we're, for what was going on up there? So it was the uh, annual Grandpa Jimmy uh, brother-in-law's hog hunt. Did they? Did they drive down? They they did drive. And did, so, they, so, did they make it okay, safely? Yes, they 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 did make it safely. They, they no they, flying they, with yeah, those boys. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. they ride together? No, they did they not. They did not separate. They did not. And that's why they both made they, it. Exactly. That's why they they absolutely made it. Yeah. And if you're wondering what we're talking about, uh, the yeah. famous outdoor show story of Grandpa Jimmy and his son. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Jimmy, they stopped on the side of the road to take a little bathroom break. At 1 o'clock in the morning. And Grandpa Jimmy got back in the truck, assuming that his son was asleep in the back of the truck. That is a story that will live in Pulled off and yeah. left him on the side of the road unknowingly. Mm-hmm. So that's why we were asking and, if they arrived right. safely. And by the way, they drove for three hours. Three hours. Before he figured out. Three that, hours, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that is by far <laughs> the, the greatest story. The greatest story ever. ever. Yeah, and, and by the way, I said on the to outdoor Chris, show um, that that uh, that recording of that that show we we should we yep. should post that on Facebook. Yeah, that is, we, yeah, we have it in the annals. Yeah, that is could, hilarious. You could yeah. make a TV mini series. There is no question. So an episode could, just that, out could, of that. that should totally be a movie. It totally could be. be a movie. There's no doubt. It's what, what's the one movie where those guys go to Vegas for a wedding? Oh, Hangover. The Bachelor. Hangover. 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 Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you need to come up with like a hangover version of that story. Yeah, absolutely. For the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It could it could be a movie. There's no doubt. Oh, and so, and, and, and you know, because have Vince Because Vaughn. I had all three of them together and 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 to hear Grandpa Jimmy and Jimmy kind of fight amongst each other about what really happened mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, 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 i mean i i told the story pretty and when i when i when i listened to uh, telling the story i was i was pretty damn close accurate it, yeah 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 listening to the two of them mm-hmm. i mean it's it's still a thing between the two of them <laughs> that will be a th- well if, i would look, imagine so that, yeah, that know, would never end totally scarred jimmy oh yeah uh, i oh, mean I yeah. totally get it <laughs> There'd be a trust issue there going yeah, oh, forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you ain't trust driving. Issue. The yeah. things that you I mean, could do. I mean, he wouldn't do. even let him drive the golf cart. No, you ain't driving. Okay. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to leave me yeah. on 17. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kill hey. us all. Yeah, the things, exactly. that, the yeah. things that you could do with yeah. that story in a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could ex- expand the, the story of the girl that I, works in the convenience store. How could you? you, you yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean that yeah, could be a love. that could that's be a love. total yeah. thirty minutes of the movie right yeah. there. I mean, and and you could make it an incredible comedy too. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean that, for us it is a total that, comedy. It is. What's the woman's name that was in Mike and Molly? You know the cop and Mike the and, Molly. And, and 
What is the, Mike the, and Molly? The, it was a sitcom TV show, Chris. Oh, no idea. Does, uh, does no anybody idea. watch TV I don't, anymore? I don't do it was, sitcom things. <laughs> it was hilarious. No. I have no idea what Mike and Molly is. No, yeah, I don't either. I, think I was pretty much anyway. done with Seinfeld. So, is that uh, is they the two of the characters in Game of Thrones, maybe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just uh, don't, I don't, don't watch but network anyway, TV we, unless we, there's we, football on. Wait, we'll uh, let, let's take a break and uh, uh, I do have a, a couple stories. Oh, good from, from from the week. Uh, yeah, uh, and, 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 it, and it includes fried fish. Oh, fried dear. fish. Yeah, I'll leave All it at right. that. Yeah, okay. got a little sniff of that on the so forecast. Some, yeah, you did. <laughs> some Georgia stories. Uh-huh. We got some Jamaica stories, and we got we got a we got a pet peeve. With yes, the, we with have the three absolutely have a pet peeve. Uh, yes. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, this I mean, it's a, business it's a, is about to pick up. It's a it's a pet peeve. I mean, it's a major major problem. I mean, we're, we're almost becoming immune mm-hmm. as a society to this problem and we need to wake the hell up. But nobody in this room is. Okay. That's <laughs> right. No, we're not immune to it. No. And we'll talk about that and more right after this right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, they've got a, a huge blowout sale going on at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And uh, I can tell you now, some of the best clothing that they have, and if, I don't know if you guys have any. I, it's the hook, which is it's spelled H U K. I don't have any hook stuff, do you? I've got a Good. couple shirts. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, stuff is amazing. No, I mean, yeah. I, I love the looks of it. It really stuff. is. Yeah, yeah. Some of the yeah. performance fabrics that they have. And uh, and here's the deal, okay? Right now at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, the uh, they have all the winter and past season hook stuff on 50% off. 50%, 50% off. 50%. Yeah. Okay, so when I say the past stuff, okay, that means the hook stuff that they had last year. So summer stuff from last year. Yep. And then the winter stuff from this past yep. you know winter so now they're making room for all the new stuff so all this stuff's on 50 percent off i mean you can get some yep. i mean phenomenal clothing at hagen, hagen coastal outfitters and of course you can get all your other good stuff there as well your stand-up paddle boards your kayaks your uh sunglasses and hey dude shoes all all, all that stuff hey available dude. at hagen coastal outfitters anyway uh so georgia yes so how many of you there you carry the dog Yep. Okay, and, and then you got Grandpa Jimmy, Jimmy Jr. And Kyle. Kyle. And then Kyle is the and who's other Kyle? Kyle's the other brother. So he's Jimmy Jr.'s brother. That's correct. Okay, any stories about Kyle and Grandpa Jimmy? Has he left no, Kyle no, on the no, side no, of the road no, anywhere? No, no, okay. no. Kyle's older or younger than he's Jimmy younger, Jr. And, 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 I'm gonna, and, and I hope that, that Jimmy's not listening. I would say Kyle's a little more savvy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's. He's just a, a little more savvy. Than, so, than so in other words, if it were Kyle in that car, Grandpa Jimmy would not have been I, I don't, I don't, leaving him I, on the I, side I, I of the road. I don't believe so. Yeah. I don't believe so. Okay, but yeah. Jimmy and Jimmy together. Yeah, that's a totally different story. It's the chemistry sometimes is just unique. It's kind of like gas and fire. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know, Kyle's just a little more calm, s- subdued. Subtle, subdued. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's, yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy's, yeah. Jimmy's amped up. Oh, absolutely, uh, a, um, a lot. Yeah. You know, so the uh, so so if the apple's fallen farther from the tree, mm-hmm. which one has fallen further away from the Jimmy Senior tree? 
Is Jimmy more oh, like oh, Jimmy oh. Senior? Hey, look, oh. you don't want to get him in trouble. Yeah, no, he's trying to be uh, diplomatic here. No, so so I would, I, I, de- definitely Kyle is more like his dad. Okay, so Kyle's like that. He is the apple from the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and and Jimmy, Jimmy Junior, Jimmy the apple's a, falling from the tree, but then it's rolled a yeah, little farther away. Yeah, it's rolled a little farther away. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, both of these guys outdoorsmen, both Kyle and Jimmy. Kyle's big time outdoorsman. Big time. I mean, like, 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 like crazy about it. Has I mean, has beagles. You know, runs rabbits off season. Eat up. Eat, eat up with eat them. up. Both season. I mean, just has. Has really gotten into turkey season in the last five years. Okay, you know, uh, so he's got patience. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How far? How so, far years are they separated? Um, Jim, Jimmy's a, a year younger than me, so he's he's fifty six, and Kyle's forty five. Okay, 46. so 10, okay, 11 yeah. years—that's pretty good distance yeah, and gap. gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big gap. Yeah. All right, so and then, and then carries in between. Yeah. Yep. So the dad, yeah, okay, Jimmy Senior, uh-huh. doesn't is not known for his patience okay he has none okay none so does jimmy jr have the patience of his dad because you sound, oh, oh, sounds oh 100 okay so they're they're more in line oh, from that aspect oh, absolutely of, okay yeah oh no question okay you know i mean look jimmy likes to hunt yeah but i mean if it's not right and everything you know not lined up or you know yeah, he's got to go know, to or, or gotta do something else sleep in you know yeah. i mean you know sure it, it calls like I'm going. I'm going. He'll sit there like a quiet uh, and, and, person and, and, for and I mean, hours. And, and when he when he kills a deer, when he kills his buck in Indiana, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a place in Ohio that he goes and pitches a tent. You know, and he's there the next day. I mean, he saves all of his vacation time all year for the rut. And mm. and, and and I mean, he he bow hunts. I mean, every, every avid, day. Yeah. Avid bow hunter. Avid bow hunter. All right. So anyway, which the Jimmys don't probably have the patience to bow no, hunt they that don't. much. Yeah, no, they're, they're, absolutely not. They're gun hunters. They're, yeah, they're gun hunters. That's and, and, nothing and, wrong with yeah, that. No, no, no. And they're yeah. and, you know, and they're shooting crossbows now, and which is fine. I yeah. mean, again, I'm, I'm, I have nothing against any of that. Uh, no, yeah, no, no. There's just different yeah. pieces of fabric cut from different pieces of cloth. A- a- absolutely, and that's but, okay. Yeah, and 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 it was. Um, so you you you, you guys know Carrie and Tara would have done the same thing, and and, and so would Kate. I mean, she. Lined up, she's like, okay, we're they're going to be there Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Okay, so she's we stopped at Kroger and Waycross, mm-hmm. and, and 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 she's you know spent I don't know how much money, right? She's got the menu going. She's got the playing menu. footsies with me under no, the man. table, by yeah, the way. No, no, I'm not. I'm just checking. Well, so stay in your zone. <laughs> the uh, you know, Carrie's got every. It was it was uh, you missed me that much. Por- I did. Port tenderloin. On on Thursday, I might need a hug. And, and I give and, you a hug. And then, and then on Friday was hamburgers because everybody was going hunting, so she yeah. didn't know what time they were going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I forget what we did on on, on Saturday, but so when they got, they they were all supposed to show up on early Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, they all showed up early Thursday morning. Like early, early Thursday morning. Wait a minute, like, wait a minute, like wait a minute. So, so they all showed up a, like a day a, early. A day early. Oh, I bet right? that threw Carrie right. off. And well, it, it it was okay. She was cool with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. She was like, look, you know. But they that's that's a lot of people. <laughs> you, you Kevin, you're that? going to Walmart. Favor, <laughs> you're going to Walmart. <laughs> no, no, no. She she so, so this okay. So they like I, now, wait I, I take them to the woods. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Wait before you go there. Yeah. You're just trying to blowing through this topic uh-huh. here. Yeah. Okay, somebody shows up a day early. 
did they did they at least call and say they hey did. they did like they at did. what point did they call like like on their way that day yes yeah that well they drove all night <laughs> Jimmy drives Jimmy drives all all, all night wait I don't know how he does it so wait a minute they, they what time what point did they call you on Thursday and say hey by the way we're coming today um an hour before they get there. No, 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 no. It was it was the day before. Okay. Oh, they called the day before. Oh, so yeah, they at least yeah, gave yeah, you yeah, one yeah, day yeah, of yeah, notice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, but, okay. But, you know, we had we had everything lined up for all day Friday, all day Saturday, and for them to go home Sunday. So it, it was cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I woke up at at 6.30 on Thursday morning, and, and they're in the yard. You know, I mean, they, they drove all night to get there. But my, my, my point is, is that uh, – so – Throughout this process, they love to fish, you know, and, and, and my pond right now is just literally on fire. Active, I mean, the yeah. spec fishing and everything is, it's, it's crazy good. good. Good timing for them. I mean, crazy good. And so, I mean, they spent a lot of time and, and, uh, they're like, Hey, you know, tomorrow night, let's, uh, let's do a fish fry. And I'm like, no, we have, we, that's, that's totally out. Of that's the, not on our meal not plan. On the meal plan. We haven't, we haven't bought this, this, and this, and. And, and and I'm 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 trying to like like let it blow over, uh-huh. you know. Well, they keep catching these, you know, three quarter pound specks, and they're putting them in the cooler, and they're that and and they're, they're catching these big, you know, big um, copperhead brim, and yeah. you know, and 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 so we 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 play golf on Friday, and they go right back to the dock, and and they're like, all right, you know, we we stopped and bought peanut oil, we got bisquick, and, oh yeah, you know, and I'm like, all right, but we're gonna do this my way, all right, we're gonna we're gonna fry fish the southern way. I'm not filleting all these damn fish. Oh, they wanted to fillet them. Oh yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Exactly. I'm with you. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm getting you know, a big spoon I, you know, out. I mean, I. I, I Gotten them. I got two big spoons. I got two big spoons out, and I got my 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 big um, um, deer skinning knife. You know, just chop the heads off yeah. and, and and scaled them real mm-hmm. good. And and Carrie's like, all right, you know, and I got I got the the, the big Dutch oven on the porch. I got it hot and and uh, got everything. And, and I'm I'm frying. Right? Which, which, by the way, right? Uh, what Kevin's talking about? Because if you try to fillet big specs. <laughs> You lose a lot of the oh, meat. Yeah, yeah. You I really mean, do. It, it, it's, it's like it, 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 there's not there's not much to it. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot if, of bones. If you yeah. just de-head them, mm-hmm. if you scale them and then de-head them mm-hmm. and gut them, mm-hmm. th- for whatever reason, the thickness of the meat, the quality of that fry is so much better. It is. It really is. No. It, so, it's, you know, and I'll give you a perfect example. I, I, I never fried a fish hole ever right. in my life until... Fargo, Georgia. Right. Mr. Bill used to catch those little old swamp cats, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that were about mm, eight, nine inches, ten inches long, and they'd, you know, skin them, yep. de-head them, gut them. Mr. Bill would sit there and salt and pepper every one of them. That's, that's Every and, single and, and one and of them. And Kerry came out with a salt and pepper? Salt yeah, and pepper. Absolutely. And dust them with a little bit of fry, I put mean, them I in got, the oil. I, got, I, yeah, I, even, I even pinched off a couple of the tails, you know. So potato I, chips. Uh, you know, potato chips. And here's the best yeah. part. Yep. It comes out of that grease hot, and you take your finger and you just run it right down the spine of that fish. Yep. Pull the whole bones, and out. you pull the you pull all every bit of the meat off. That's yeah. I mean, and it's just yummy. Now I will tell you, you risk burning your thumb because right. you're so excited to get it. You'll stick it right in that fish when it's probably too hot. So I'm, but so good. I'm ten, ten fish. I'm, I'm, I'm ten fish in. All right, right. Yeah. You know. I'm, 
Ten fish in the fry. In the fry. You know, How many I, you got like about ready 20. to fry? 20, okay. Yeah, about 20. You know, we got... There's five of you. There's six of us, right? Six, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, there's... I mean, and so I'm ten fish in, and I'm out there frying. And and you know what? I'm I'm still a little aggravated uh-huh. because I shouldn't be out here. Uh, this, this was not on... As a matter of fact, Kerry had hamburgers like... Ready. In, in, yeah, ready. In, in patty form, patty ready to go. go. No, no, in, in the refrigerator, patty form, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm ten fish in, and Kyle walks out, and he goes... <clears throat> We don't like it. <laughs> don't like the Come fish. On. We don't like it. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. He said, "I'm sorry." We. we he were, said, "We." He said, "Plural, like we." We are not going to eat this. Like while he's cooking, they're off having a conference. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. They're having a board meeting. Let me. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. That's not it's, cool. It's, Wait a minute. They're guests. <laughs> Who does not like fried specks? Them. What, what, what did you do wrong? Did Them. you? Oh, nothing. 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 They didn't like the inside texture. Okay, they thought that it should be completely fried through. Okay, and st- so I go out there. I mean, I'm I'm pulling the bones out, you know, and I yeah. mean it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Little tiny moist, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. the the uh, it was. Well, it, they wanted more like shoe leather. Yes. Come on. I, I'm telling you, Grandpa Jimmy ate one, and everybody else had like a bite, and they're like, so, we're, we're 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 not here. I I've. Totally said, no, we're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Completely talked mm-hmm. me into it. I'm out there cleaning fish, mm. you know, and 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 they're like, and I still got 10 to go. Now what do you do? Well, I took the ones that I hadn't cleaned and I donated them back to the pond and I <sighs> ate the other ones. <laughs> so what did they eat? Hamburgers. Oh, no geez. way. I, honest wow. to goodness, yeah. I would have said the yes. kitchen is closed. Oh, no, yeah. That's not good. No, oh. See, I can hear yes. Kirk I can hear Kirk going, all right, you want your fish? Here's what you do. Why didn't you have <laughs> you him go, go ahead and fillet You go to McDonald's. Huh? You should have had him go ahead and fillet the rest of the ones here. If you well, they were already like battered and everything. That's right. Let them cut it off. Let them so, have their anyway. little fish yeah. fry. Man. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, all right. That ain't a good guess. No, I was like. That's pretty weak. It was weak. Yeah, it, that's, I, that's I was, pretty weak. I, I was not happy about yeah. it. I go in there, and they're all eating hamburgers. Yeah, it's terrible. There I am out there frying fish. Oh, hey, you guys. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, trust oh. me. I spent about I spent about twenty minutes. <laughs> I spent about twenty minutes on the dock by myself, looking at the stars, going, "Come on, favor. It's uh, it's all right. It's, bite, it's, bite your tongue. So, bite hey, you tongue. guys want to hop in the truck? I'll take you for a ride until you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guarantee you that. Why don't y'all go hog hunting? <laughs> That dump of fish in the pond was uh oh, I, I yeah, that would have been that would have been a tough one. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, would have been hard. Uh blood pressure would have been it was. a problem. It was. And it would have taken quite a bit of cooling off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ruins the moment. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. really does. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a that's a deal that's a deal. I'd like do what? Yeah. What Excuse me? Excuse me? I just busted my hump and told you we didn't want to do this. <laughs> I, I told you. I told you from the get go. You know, I mean it's it's uh so it's so, not it's not fried cobia. All right. So, so did we did we finally get over the situation that night or did it take until oh, the no, morning? I got over that night. I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. You're a better man than me. I know. Better man than I, me. I, I, I was I was I, it, it 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 took me I'm <laughs> telling you, it took me a half hour or so of turning the grease off and and then the next day I got to I gotta go out and dump it. Clean dump all the, grease, the stuff clean, up. Clean all the stuff up. See, I'd have yep. made them clean it. Yep. I would have too. Mm-hmm. You wanted that fish fry? You That's see that right. pot out there? Yeah. Have Jimmy? at it. 
Jimmy, Kyle, let, let me know when you're done. Here's the brush. Uh-huh. Here's the soap. Uh-huh. Not happening. Take care of it. Yep. Figure it out. Anyway, let's take a break let's here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, folks, uh, don't forget now, if you need a tire, Tire Outlet, multiple tire locations outlet. all around Jacksonville. I was there yesterday. And they do more than just tires. What'd they handle services, old chains. <laughs> they handle it all Shocker. at Tire Outlet. Old chains. And if you want to go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com to find the locations of the nearest tire outlet to you, again, homepage of OutdoorShow.com, 2S is back-to-back. Scroll to the bottom of the page and clickable links. Just click on the Tire Outlet logo and you will find it. Voila. <clears throat> and if you'd like to join us here this morning again, 904-641-1010. So, uh, before I left to go on a trip with the wife, went by Wild West Guns and Gold. Oh, you did? I did. Got your new thing? And went went and saw Victor. Did you spend your bonus? Yeah. Pretty much did. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much did. Mm -hmm. They had, they actually, first of all, I was in need of some some ammo. Mm -hmm. Terror shoots a 7mm 08. Can Can I ask a stupid question? Yeah. I, because I, I honestly, I've never been there. Where where is Wild right on Lane Avenue? Just, okay, just off of I ten. Okay, it, it, so okay. there's kind of two ways you can get there. You can get there off of two ninety five, or you can get there off of I ten. Got you on Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, I roll up in there, and Steve was in there and uh, talked with him, and had to find some ammo for Terror's gun, seven millimeter oh eight, and also for Taylor's gun, which is a two forty three. So. And they had it, which is awesome. I mean, you know how ammo sometimes is. It's like, how do you find ammo? And anyway, so I got ammo, and then uh, just you know, I, I had to. I needed another gun. Well, you did. You really needed one bad. I, oh, I yeah. did. I just yeah. needed one. Yeah, it was killing you. So I got this new three hundred eight that I'm really excited about. I think it just came in, so I'm going to go over and pick it up at some point here in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. You get a Browning? No, I got a. Uh, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce this, but maybe Parker can help me out. Tika, T I K K. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking is about. It, is yeah. it Tika? I think that's right. Or is I, it think, I think that's right. Tika or Tika? No, I think, I it's, think Tika. it's Tika. I think it's Tika. Tika. Think, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's a cool gun. It's, a, it's kind of like a cross between a hunting slash target gun. So anyway, gonna try it out, and uh, so now I got to buy another scope. Of course. Yeah. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Decisions, decisions. Uh-huh. But you know, he's just you know, you know, I love the three hundred eight. I love mm-hmm. it. I just uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of recoil, right? And it's a deer killing machine. I mean, I think I think the two best calibers for me that I would want to shoot if I had a choice would be either a thirty odd six or a three hundred eight. I mean, just they don't they don't kill your shoulder. Yeah, I, what do you I, what do you hunt with? A two seventy. Same. That's good. Yeah, and it doesn't. It does. It, it doesn't have much recoil. No, two seventy is good. Yeah, I shoot the Mark Five uh, two seventy mag. Yeah. So you're shooting a Magnum though. Yeah. yeah. Two seventy Magnum. And that's a totally different story. Yeah, that'll that'll rock. That Weatherby doesn't kick though. You can't even tell you pull that trigger on yeah. that Weatherby. <laughs> what? That's a sweet gun. You can't. I'm serious. I got a two seventy Weatherby mag, and it's like a yeah, mule. This, this one. What are you talking about, Jeff? I'm not kidding you, man. It is the sweetest gun. Well, anything's better than that two sixty. Well. That's just that Model Seven. Just that's yeah. a saddle gun. Yeah, I mean that's just that's all there is to it. Hmm. Anyway, so I'm fired up. Yeah, about it, it ain't man. mine. I can put it. I put anyway. it to you that way. Uh, Wild West Guns and Gold, folks. If you need any kind of firearms, ammunition, that uh, Victor and the guys there are fantastic. All right. Uh, hey, look. Let's go to the phone lines nine zero four six four one ten ten. Let's bring up Mark this morning. Good morning, Mark. 
Morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good morning, Mark. Good morning. You got me? How's the fishing? Yeah, well, I got you. Yeah. I was fishing up there in Georgia. There you go. I could tell if you heard me or not. I was just calling to give you a fishing report more than anything else. Good. All right. Let's go. Let's hear it. Hey, uh, up St. Simon's Jekyll area, the trout fishing for the last three weeks has been outstanding. Uh, our fish are in that good winter pattern uh, under the IC, in the ICW in that 12 to 20 feet of water range under the under the bridges, around the docks, right. anywhere with a little bit of good structure. Uh, also, up the creek pattern, which, you know, deep water is relative to where you're at. If you're up one of the creeks, average depth for low tides, maybe a foot and a half, then an eight-foot hole is a deep hole. Yeah. They're, uh, they're on both patterns. And uh, up the creeks, the redfish are just thick as fleas on a dog, too. I mean, I last Saturday morning fishing by myself, I think I had 38 or 40 reds. Uh, in just maybe two and a half, three hours. Yes, yeah, mostly mostly small fish. Uh, no, really good fish. Um, I've been bringing a light, couple of light spinning rods with me to work during the week. I work on St. Simon's all the time, and I've been timing my breaks around that hour before low water period, and just going on the causeway and pitching a voodoo shrimp and uh, saltwater assassins under the bridges, and I. Shit, I fished 20 minutes the other day. I had like eight trout. One of them was 22 inches long. Yeah, I know Kim, Tim Cutting uh, lives up there on St. Simon's, and I follow him yep, in his post. Mine. Yeah, he, he's been catching a lot of trout and, and reds. I've seen pictures. Yeah, the, yeah uh, this the, has the, been a really – I saw some pictures from Mike Hayes this week, and, man, he's been having some yeah really good trout days. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 and, uh, it's uh, getting nice to be that time of year. Is, yeah, if you're a jig pitcher, it works good. If you'd like to throw the old uh, slip floats with the live shrimp, that's that's good, too. I mean, mm-hmm. both both ways are working, and um, and they're on both patterns really, really well. That's that's good stuff. You, uh, uh, you guys were talking uh, turkey hunting a little while ago. You said uh, patience generally kills more turkeys than anything else. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would counter by saying that's the one thing that kills turkeys more than anything else is me. Is you? <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, uh, Th- thanks, Mark. Quick, quick. Hey, uh, yep. quick story if you got time. Go ahead. I did a job down in Dade City, Florida about yeah, 12 or 13 years ago, and it was going to be kind of during turkey season. I got to thinking, you know, I really don't want to go down there and work. It's going to run my turkey season. So I, I put it in my proposal. The last clause was the homeowner must provide suitable turkey hunting property. You know, it turned out to be the best piece of property I've ever hunted in my life. It was down in Polk County, a little 400-acre. Uh, well, by the sound of it, Mark, you could probably just step out preserve. the back door of anywhere and kill a turkey. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was ridiculous. I, went I mean, you don't need turkeys, thing. do you, to actually kill turkeys? I mean, you know. It... <laughs> but uh, that that was crazy. I mean, uh, the homeowner looked at me like I was nuts, and I said, yeah, if I'm going to come do your job, you're going to have to. What turned out his next door neighbor was a cattle rancher that had lots of property, and he gave me a 400 acre pasture to hunt. That's pretty that's sweet. Backed into the green swamp reserve where there's no hunting, and uh, I've never seen so many turkeys in my life. I, mean, I went out and scouted the thing the weekend before the season started down there, and I saw well over a hundred. Wow. So, that, that's. I mean, that, it was that's almost. A, that's a good way to start, All right, buddy. We got to take a break. Appreciate you. Thank no, you, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Mark. All right, uh, folks. Uh, 
let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And if you'd like to join in this morning, 904 641 1010. Come on, everybody dance now. Let's go. Is, is that the uh, Boot Scoot Boogie? It is. Who does that? Brooks and Dunn. Good song. It is a good song. I do. I like it. Good yeah. band. Good duo. All right, yeah. uh, let's do a weather and a tires. We got a little together, sidetracked. Right? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There's money apart? to be made. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they went. They went their separate ways for years. Yep. Okay. As a matter of fact, um, I, I saw their last concert when they were together here. And 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 who opened for them? Jason Aldean. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. And then wow. that, now that, they that, would be opening for, for Jason Aldean. Yeah, yes, right, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right, let's do a weather and a tides. We'll start with a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, which is the Bearded Pig. And uh, hey, by the way, they've got great orders that you can make to go for Super Bowl Sunday next week. Oh, there you go. So if you're looking to bring a little bit of something-something to a Super Bowl party and you want to impress, the bearded just, pig can just, handle just, that. Just the bring wings. It. I was going to say, just, just get a couple bring dozen the wings. wings. I, you know, I'd probably go with In the, the beef ribs. Yeah, with a, a couple beef ribs oh, and nice. some brisket. I mean, that's that's the I mean, that's like money because you kind of lay it out. Oh, well, yeah. you could take the beef rib and cut it up into little chunks, little chunks, mm-hmm. toothpicks, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. holes. Well, yeah, I'll take fantastic. the recommendation. My wife and I are going there tonight. Ooh. Yeah, we're we're uh, do the beef rib. Yep, going to be uh, headed downtown. Hey, so. b- by the way, just real quick, I'm I don't know, I'm getting a little sidetracked here. Uh-oh. And you got the weather right? Kevin? I do have the okay. weather. Okay. So, um, are, are you guys fans of greens? I know Kevin is. I am. Nope. Kirk, you I love, love make greens. greens. Chris, do you like greens? No. No. Okay. No. Oh, I love it. That's a shame. Yeah, that Not, is well, a shame. I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe I just have never had them done correctly. All right. Well, it, let me just make a suggestion. If they have the Brussels sprouts tonight on the menu, yeah. Get them. Yeah, okay. they're good. All right. Really good. All right. All right. Now, it's going to be tough because I'm not right, a Brussels got? sprout guy. Yeah, today, uh, northeast winds 20 to 25. Ugly. Every uh, bit of that right now. Yikes. Yeah, diminishing 15 to 20 in the afternoon. That's not much of a diminishing. Uh, tonight, northeast winds 15 to 20. Uh, Sunday, northeast 5 to 10, 4 to 6. Uh, Sunday night, north winds 5 to 10, increasing to 10 to 15 after midnight. Monday, north winds 10 to 15. That's ugly. Uh, Tuesday, east winds around 10, 3 to 4. Wednesday, east winds 5 to 10, 3 to 4. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's uh, when, I mean Wednesday night, they're saying southeast winds, but that's a long ways away mm-hmm. right now. So I don't see anybody going offshore anytime soon, but. Boy, it was some it, pretty it, weather this week, though. It, it, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was beautiful. Absolutely. It was flat. I mean, uh, flat. Oh, Ocean uh, was flat. Yeah. Um, um, uh, what day was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? I, I, I'm not sure, but um, uh, uh, That's Me went offshore, and, um, and then uh, Captain Ricky Papor went wahoo fishing. Heard he caught a few. Yeah, he had. He had a great Good day. He had a great day, and he said the ocean was flat mm-hmm. yeah i mean so that i fished that, sunday that's, what, in that's it. what i want to go wahoo fishing. yeah me too <laughs> i fished sunday in it yeah. it was it was nice yeah it was a little lumpy in the morning but mm-hmm. once it settled down yeah and then and, I know, and you know what that that's that's a great point you don't have to go early this time of year no you know yeah i mean now if you're going wahoo fishing that's different i i, I get it but if you're going to go you know Bump I don't know, 15 10, 15 miles. miles offshore. Why not leave at 9 o'clock? Because that's about 10 o'clock, the wind quits. Mm-hmm. You know, and it gets really pretty and it gets warmer. 
I mean, there's just no reason to leave the dock at 7.30. I agree. Uh, and get a little extra sleep. Exactly. I'm all for it. All right, let's do a Tides report brought to you by the best sub shop in Jacksonville, and that's Angie Subs. And they got the best French fries, too, by the way. We noticed. Had some of them when I got back. Yeah, we noticed. Matter of fact. Uh, tides for today at Mayport, 7.51 a.m., which is right about now is your high tide. That's a 4.40 at 1.52 p.m. This afternoon, it's your low tide. That's a 0.0. 8.07 p.m. tonight is a high tide. That's only going to be a 3.73 tomorrow. If you're making some plans to maybe fish tomorrow morning, your high tide is at 8.29, so no reason to get up early tomorrow either. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can sleep in a little bit, mm-hmm. wait for that tide to start to creep out, uh, because you're going to be fishing inshore. Uh, that's a 4.45 at 8.29 tomorrow morning. That's your tide support again, brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. Yeah, the fishing this week was good. It was, was really it? good offshore. Oh my gosh, the 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 bite offshore has been phenomenal. I when mean, you I, say offshore, I mean that that encompasses a lot of area. What are you talking about? I was out uh, 12, 12, 13 on Sunday trying to catch what sea bass. Caught, sea bass. We, we caught sea bass. We caught snapper. We caught ringtails. We caught triggerfish. Caught grasshead porgies, which are like a sheephead with no stripes. Mm-hmm. So good to eat. As oh, yeah. good as a sheephead. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are they are good to eat all day. Yep. All right. yeah, keeper sea bass. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had a limit of sea bass. <sighs> some, some yeah, I know. I know. Millions. I know. The sea bass is on fire. I know Chad Starling and his his guys went out. I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they slaughtered the sea bass offshore. Fish, mm. uh, just big greenhead. Fish finder rig, light yeah. tackle, yeah, chicken rigs, uh, chicken rigs. I'm using for bait and are yeah. you using the little small bait Cut, technique. Cuttlefish. You use cuttlefish to start out with. Which is squid. And then once you start catching grunts, if you why do you call a squid grunts, cuttlefish? Well, there's there, there's a squid. So cuttlefish is not very big. It's right. a totally different kind of thing. It's okay. like the difference. It's between, still a squid. It's a squid. Yeah, but, yeah but I mean, very, for me, squid, squid, yeah, squid, squid. But, I, I mean, cuttlefish. About, I'm thinking like of a fish swimming. It's only right. about three inches long. Okay. Cuttlefish is only about three inches long. Right. Where a squid can get like I had squid that I got off. The but when you cut them up, they all look the same, right? Yeah, you cut them about as big as your thumb. Right. Okay. But for some reason, they like them. And sometimes when you get cuttlefish, now, is there, some of them will be as big as your thumb. And you just put the, the whole, whole thing. thing. You put yeah. the whole thing All right, on. so here's a question for you, okay? If you had cuttlefish and squid cut up, could you tell the difference? Yeah, you would. Most people could. You would? Yeah, I could. Okay. Yeah. Um, do they bite different? I mean, like if you have something, let's say we're all on a boat. We're all dropping down. I've got cuttlefish. Kevin's got nah. squid. And he... Chris has got cuttlefish, and you've got squids. So we got two and two. Is there is, is two of us going to catch more than the other? I don't think you're going to notice. You're not going to notice. Yeah, I don't think you're going to. Okay. Some guys will say that. I don't notice that. I mean, I had, but I still think what what you said earlier. I think the best bait for sea bass is when you catch that first grunt to flame, B- butterfly it, yep. cut it in strips. Yep, exactly. Boy, those big ones will jump all yep. over that. Okay. And the other thing is, they. I mean, I was catching them on the alien jig. Oh yeah, just playing around. Yep. I, I mean, and, yeah. And, and I'll tell you the other thing that. Absolutely works for sea bass is fish bites. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Well, yep. Dennis, Dennis stays Young, on the hook good too. Uh, Dennis, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dennis Young a couple of years ago gave me a package of uh, I think they're about an ounce and a half to two ounce jig heads, mm-hmm. big ones, mm-hmm. and stingray grubs, which are about three or four inches long. Yep. White ones. Just put them on there and drop them over the side and bounce them up and down. They'll thump the daylight. Now, when them. you catch them on the alien jigs, were you trying to catch cobia, jig and cobia? Yeah. Since you ended up catching sea bass, is that kind of how you? Did yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Do and you, when you're using the alien jig, are you tipping it? Tipping it? No. 
No. Okay. I just I'll just throw it out there and jerk it up and down. Okay. The thing is, those big snapper will eat it too. They'll eat the fire. The funny thing about a snapper, I think they'll eat anything. I really do. I would when I was fishing Sunday, I would I would play with the alien jig, you know, just playing around, letting mm. my folks jerking it up and down. Yeah, just jerking it up, and letting the folks catch catch the sea bass and stuff like that. And you're busy. I mean, when you're bottom fishing out there, you're busy. You are busy. I'm trying try, try to see if I can get Kirk to laugh. I know you can't. You, you can't. You can't <laughs> break him. You can't, can't break him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, he's a professional. He, he's absolutely professional. But me, you, me not but so much. But the funny thing is, yeah. you take the rod and you stick it in the rod holder, and then you crank it up off the little off the bottom a little bit because you don't want the alien jig to get right. caught in the bottom. So you crank it up two or three turns on a Saragossa, so it's up off the bottom about four. What do you feet. mean on a Sar? What's a Saragossa? It's a, a a Shimano spinning reel. Okay, six thousand. Right. Saragossa. Saragusa, Saragusa, Gusa. I just, well, I'm just trying to make sure because I mean, right. when you say that, it's a lot G-O. of people are like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> anyway, you know, so you got it in the rod holder. Right. And of course, the bo- the boat is in two foot swell, so it's going up and down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The snapper would thump the alien jig in the rod holder. Really, I would look over there and just double it over, and I'm like, unflipping believable. They're hungry, man. I mean, 15 pound, 20 pound fish. Pretty be pretty cool tip where you just put like a circle hook with a bead yeah, sure. on and hang it down and yeah. just let it sit there. Yeah, I I I, I did the the original alien jigs had double hooks on them and man I I did not like that at all. I keep them on there. I well, just get you while you're, you're trying you're to get it out. Hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially at Cobia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, remember your your dude in Hawaii? Oh, I do. Yeah, Spicoli. Yeah, Spicoli. Yep. Yeah, that was that, uh, that was a dolphin though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a dolphin. Getting dolphin. Yeah, you got to watch out for those hooks. And what <sighs> whatever what, what story we're referring to is that years ago when I was in Hawaii and went on a charter fishing trip and and had this lady captain on a boat and wasn't a boat that we knew, you know, kind of kind of a deal. We show up and lady captain with a, a first mate and the first mate swore to you he looked like a uh, total surfer Spicoli dude, mm-hmm. and he was. Totally, totally, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And you could tell that he'd probably just smoked a big one before he got on the boat. Yeah. Dude. Dude, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. So, so we catch a dolphin, which we were shocked that we caught anything. <laughs> and, uh, just given, th- just trust me, when we got on the boat and when we kind of saw right. the operation, we we're like, we're not going to catch anything. Anyway, we do catch one. He gaffs the dolphin, sticks it inside the boat instead of going right from the gap mm. in the water into the to box. a fish box or anything of that nature. He holds it and literally puts it on the deck. Now this mahi dolphin starts flapping around the deck, and you've got a hook in the fish with a trailer hook with about a three or four inch piece of cable hooking the two of them together. Uh, the second hook goes behind his Achilles and goes all the way through like he's getting ready to be just, hung. Every time you locker. tell this story, it, it makes and, me hurt. Makes and me so nauseous. Here's yeah, this me too. mahi dolphin flopping around on the deck now. Mm. And the second hook is in this dude's Achilles or behind his Achilles all the way oh, through. that's fun. Yeah. Oh, and, the, yeah. and the female captain is just sitting there looking at it. And like, I'm what? What are you doing? And, I, and I'm sitting there going, "This guy's in a lot aren't of pain." You? This guy's like, "Ah, ah!" <laughs> of course, you know, he but is. it's like, ah! yeah. And I thought, "Aren't you going to do something?" And finally, I realized she wasn't going to do anything. She was frozen in fear. I grabbed a towel and jumped on the fish. Yeah, of course. And told her, "I said, hand me a piece of dike, something that I can cut this cable with." I don't have anything. I'm like, you better find something and find something quick. Yeah. Anyway, 
after 10 minutes, she finally finds something like a pair of pliers and we work our way through the cable and, and get it to where it, it pops. Well, now we've got a fish. First mate now with a hook in his Achilles. Blood everywhere. What are we going to do? I'm like, let's keep fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run, I'll run the rigs. Right. And wow. she's like, and she, well, we got to take him in. I'm like, we just caught one. It's his fault. He shouldn't have put the fish on the deck. Logman. So anyway, yeah, I said, let's at least feet. let's at least troll in. So they it's got his him. Fault. Let it's him his suffer. fault. That's right. Just rub some dirt in it. Yeah. Some, some paint pills. Walk it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke another joint. So anyway, we exactly we went here. in. Like this. He had to go to the hospital and get it surgically, or you know, have oh. a doctor take it out and get it cleaned That's up and nasty, all that kind man. of stuff and. And I, I don't know, he, she, she went in there and he went in there and then next thing I know, he came out and he was like, dude, <laughs> I, was like, great. I was like, you okay? And he goes, yeah, I am now. Oh, so much better, dude. <laughs> so anyway, that was the, uh, that was such a bummer, thing we're man. talking yeah, about. Really, yeah. Wasn't that cool? Dude, that sucked. <laughs> Was I screaming that like was, a girl? Uh, that was gnarly, man. <laughs> but look what I totally got. Gnarly. I got that's, a prescription. Yeah, that's why and, and the scar. Kevin does not like trailer hooks. No, I don't. Chicks dig I, scars. I, what size hooks are those typical, like a mahi, like a trolling artificial? I mean, a, eight or nine. They're on. big. They're big. Yeah, big those hooks. Are, I mean, yeah. literally, this thing went behind the Achilles. I mean, that one on the alien jigs, no joke. It's a it's a that's six big, or seven. Those are big. No, you get them with smaller ones. I get the ones with the little teeny hooks, oh, on which them. is even worse. Smaller, little. I don't oh, know. I just yeah, pay well, attention. This, this thing I here. I always clip it off. Yeah, the, I, the trailer hook. I, I, I've just seen it getting too close. As a matter of fact, I was fishing with Stan one day, and he got the second one in. He got it stuck. Yep. Yep. Ah, yep. that's not a yep. good feeling. Anyway, we need to take a break. We yep. come back. We're going to do a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And it's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. If you have a business and you need their help, LVHIERS.com to learn more. All right, this week's tip comes from the Favor family. It does. And Go Favor family. Uh huh. Your dad, Kevin, who is going to be, what, 85 this year or is 86. 85? 86 this year? Mm-hmm. Wow. He wrote a previous book, and what was what was it called? So he's this is his third. This is third. Yep, yep. And uh, it, it was River of Time. I, I don't That's remember the one. Yep, yep. I had read the previous one, and right. it's a great, great short read. Yeah, got, it's just got a it short off tip. of Amazon. Right. It's a fourteen ninety nine at Amazon Books. And yep. you're for the old ones or the new yeah, ones? The, the new one. The new one. Yep. Okay. And your dad's name is Worley, which folks, if you go to Amazon. And you search Worley, it's W O R L E Y. Favor, F A V E R, not F A V R E. That's right. <laughs> not to be confused with the famous quarterback yeah, the Green yeah. Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Worley Favor. And this new book that he's come out with, it is entitled Endless Path of Time Memories right. from the Pathway. So, uh, good book, too. Kate, Kate I, read it in I one sitting. I look forward to it. Uh, yeah, you really I, liked it. Yeah, I saw it. it. Yeah, I got home with it. So said, I, I, I gave that. them a copy two weeks ago. Okay. Indeed. Yep. Yep. When uh, when I was gone at uh, yep. Kansas City. Yep. Okay. So the the dedication page, which is awesome, 
It says, uh, this book is dedicated to Dina Hughes Fape, my wife, my best friend, mother of my children, and the most beautiful soul I have been blessed to know during this incarnation, which is awesome. Yes. Okay, and then you have uh, different stories, and, and it's a collection of short stories. That's all it is. Which, which, this is it is it's basically, great office it, material. It, it, yes, it is, and it's it's basically Northeast Florida. You know, it really he, is. He, he, that's, my dad grew up in Palm Valley when it wasn't Palm Valley. So cool. just give, you a, give you an idea of some of the topics. You've got uh, Wabi. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you did. Wabi? Yep. Young Samuel, Travels, The Guana, The Legend of Connie, Imagination, Milton, Trailer Trash. Mm-hmm. I, I can't yep. wait, yep. wait the, to read the, that the, one. The, the, the Legend of Connie was controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you read it, you'll understand why. Okay. Yep. Uh, God bless our police officers. Amen to that yep. chapter. Bragging Rights, The Farm Doctor. The Mountain Sorcerer. Do we have mountains around here? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't wait to see where that mountain is. <laughs> Palm Valley Winter School Days. Okay, and for those that don't know, Palm Valley is actually where people call Ponte Vedra now. Right. Nocatee is Palm Valley. That's right. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, yeah. That's it, it, not it Roscoe looking, is Palm Valley. Roscoe is Palm Valley. That doesn't look anything like the same. That is not right. Ponte Vedra. Yeah, Gordon's jumping up and down right now going, amen, brother. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Birdie, Dreams, mm-hmm. Angels. Birdie was his name of his mom, Granny Birdie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And My Therapy, mm-hmm. which is uh, awesome. Right. And so, but when I got into the book here, Kevin wanted me to read this. And this is actually, there's two introductions to mm-hmm. this book there because is. there's two sons. There's you and then your brother, Keith. Correct. Okay, I'm going to read, and you could kill the music, uh, Chris. It's, I'm going to read the Kevin Favors introduction because mm-hmm. this is cool. And it goes like this. It was still dark when Dad was loading up the boat, rods, reels, a five-gallon bucket for our live bait, and an anchor. As we outed away from the dock, the sun was just showing itself. The boat was no more than 15 feet, and the little outboard was probably a five-horsepower. I sat in the front of the small boat, anticipating the fish we would catch. I saw Channel Marker 3, then 5, 8, 12, knowing all along where we would fish. Even though I was only eight years old, I knew where we were going. We were headed to Marker 15, Dad's favorite spot. When we arrived, Dad would ease us into position, and I would slide out the anchor. Dad loved to float fish, so we always had a rod rigged with a slip cork. I never let him know, but to this day, float fishing is still my favorite. There was ample time between bites, so the conversation always led to Dad's stories or his teachings. He would tell me stories of the big house crazy deer running around Palm Valley, and of course, stories of Guana, which is now a state park. I would listen intently, all the while watching my rod. As we got older, I became a part of some of, these, of, some of his stories. We hunted, fished, rode horses, and raised cattle in Guana. This piece of land was part of our soul. I'm privileged to have shared times with Dad on the water, in the woods, and on the tailgate lunches on the old Chevy truck, lunches that always included a ham sandwich, a piece of fruit, and, of course, an RC Cola. I've heard many of these stories dozens of times and can't wait to hear them again. Thanks for all your wisdom, Daddy, and thank you for sharing your stories. Captain Kevin. That's awesome. Mm. Cool stuff. Yeah. Keith's yeah. Uh, introduction is, uh, I am not. I won't read that. Maybe I'll read that next week. But okay. this is, I'm looking so very forward to this book, and, uh, and I have the other book at home, and it has been, it was really a joy because, I think the stories of our, what's the right word? The stories of our proximities sometimes just go completely unnoticed. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people that 
that are new to this part of the world and don't understand its past. And so I think sharing that past through stories from, told from the yeah. people that lived it, I think are always to be cherished. Yeah. And that's what I love about this. Yeah. And, it, it, and it, even, God, it, God bless it just, your daddy for still doing stuff like this at 86 <laughs> years old. I know. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. Yeah. That is cool stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good book. Kate, as soon as I got home, I pulled that stuff out of the backpack. Yeah. She goes, What's that? And I said, This is what Kevin's dad wrote. And she picked it up, started reading it. She didn't put it down until she was finished with it. Yeah. That's that's about where you're at with it. Yeah. She sat you know, there for, it, for an hour it, and read the whole thing. That's cool. Good yeah. read. Yeah. yeah. She liked it. I'm looking forward to that one. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Way, for that. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And then I got to find a way to buy the one. That I'm missing one because I, I, I gave you one. the second one. I, I, I've given you all three. Well, I bought one of them. Right. Remember, I bought yep, one you of bought them. bought one, yep. And then you gave me you, one. I gave, I gave you the first one, and you, I and bought, you bought the second, the second one. one. Yep. And then this one now. So now I have three. I just right. need, and I think they're in Georgia, but they're awesome books. Yep. Awesome. Love reading them. And then, like I said, they're, they're a collection of short stories, so you can pick it up, put it down. And again, great for the office. Mm-hmm. How much? Fifteen? Fourteen ninety nine on Amazon. Yep. And uh, we put a link up, I think, on our social media stuff, on our Facebook I, and I, Instagram I, page. I think mm-hmm. so. We did, Chris? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, the cool thing, and, and being a transplant, you know, I, I moved right. down here in 2003, so I have no frame of reference for the for what was, and this is an awesome opportunity to be able to gain access to that information. Yeah, and, it, and it's the same for me because you, you, you got to remember, I mean, I grew up here, I mean, I'm fifth generation. But not dad's generation. You know what I mean? When when dad was here, I mean, hell, you know, Canal and Roscoe, those were dirt roads, man. Right, right. You know, I mean, so it's it's listening to his stories and stuff. I mean, it's um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, and and the big house is still there where he grew up, which is wow. which is really crazy. Pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So before we take a break, because we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk to Top Gun uh, Robbie Simmons or was it Melissa McCarthy sent this? This is pretty cool. It was actually a card, and it's got Florida's 12 seasons. Do you know what they are? <laughs> Florida's 12 seasons? 12, so we, you know, we have most places have four have seasons. Four, right, you know, right. Spring, yeah. summer, summer, fall, fall winter, 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 et cetera. Right. Okay. Uh, I always thought we just had summer in January. Well, we have, well, well, we have 12, <laughs> and this is pretty cool. Okay. I mean, this is, again, from Robbie, and it's also from, I get, think, Melissa McCarthy, maybe have hacked Robbie's account, uh-huh. possibly. So this is Florida's 12 seasons. Okay, the first one is winter, and we're starting at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. The second one is fake spring. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I mean, we're kind of in a fake spring, right? Right, right. The next season is second winter. And then you go the pollening. <laughs> That's what we're in right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Woo, God. We're not terrible. quite there yet. Oh, I, yeah, you ought to see my oh, car. Oh, we're not yet. We're not there yet. Yep. Well, I can tell by your sinuses that we're real close. Sitting yep. there. Yep. Agreed. And then we go actual spring. <laughs> then love bug season. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. But I thought love bug I season love was in September. Fall. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of weird, well, weird, right? Well, well, we haven't gone through the whole list yet. Summer, all mm-hmm. the rain. Mm-hmm. Then we go to scorching hot double heat summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. It's August. Absolutely. Is that not the truth? Yes, it is the truth. Then you have hurricane season. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then fake fall. Mm, fake fall. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fall. And then second summer. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's love bug too. And yes. then actual fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty that's pretty neat. 
That's, that is. Uh, that's cool. That's pretty accurate. Florida's 12 seasons. Thank you, Robbie, Melissa, whoever you are on this. That's good stuff. And again, you can always, folks, send us different things on our Facebook or Instagram page. We always get that messages and uh, send them anytime. But we're not going to be guaranteed to get back to you like within moments, but within days. Yeah, we usually respond pretty quick. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we're pretty good about yeah. that. Anyway, let's take a break. We come back Top Gun and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Yeah, a little zap. Come on. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Absolutely. Right Folks, up my if alley. you're in the market for a Cadillac, always tell you there's only one place to go, and that's called Dolan Cadillac. Whoo, that piece of sausage out there. It was a lot. <laughs> and also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle. <laughs> go down smooth. Did you get a little spice out of that I did. piece oh, of sausage? Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what, man. Yeah. It'll put a hurting on yeah, you. Yeah, that one was. Uh, that, that, I'll, I'll feel that one later. Um, Thank you, Chef Gordon. Yes, absolutely. Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Go in there and. Tell Captain Kevin the um, show sent you. Gordon, Gordon, we had a little spicy sausage, the Climax Pork Chops, which is, we say Climax Pork Chops because it's in Climax, Georgia. There's actually a butcher shop there that Gordon gets these pork chops from, and they're tremendous. Those are the best pork chops, smoked pork chops I ever had. Second best. Ever. The best ones are the ones that, well, we used to get them. I mean, you know, Gordon used to get them for us. I don't know what's happened, but uh, I think I think it <laughs> Somehow wow. he, he gets guy. them, but wow. then he just, you know. Like, it's right, a miracle we get right, anything. I mean, yeah, right there. <laughs> it's right a miracle right we ever I get mean, anything, man. It's like, thanks so much, Gordon, you know, by the way. You, you know, could have done you better. Know, you, like, I'm going to compare this, okay? <laughs> That's like when you're outside frying fish on the porch. Yeah, uh, right. And somebody right. walks out and goes. Yeah, I can't eat it. We, I ain't yeah, eat it. Yeah, I can't eat it. We don't like it. Yeah, we don't like it. What? What do you mean? Go fetch a switch. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. We're never getting food from him again. It was about, I guess, a year ago or no, so. They, by, by the way, they're like, will ago. you bring Cobia next time? You know the answer to that? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But Gordon got these Climax pork chops, and tremendous. I mean, they're really good. Yeah, they are very good. And then I don't know exactly where he got these other pork chops from, but they were uh, some kind of brine or whatever. I don't know, and they're vacuum sealed individually. Mm-hmm. So, And I don't know exactly where he got them, but he got them, and so we tried some. And it was like, Oh my God! Mm. This literally goes onto the top five and uh, the Mount Rushmore of meats. Wow! Seriously, wow! Best, better than these. Better than these. Really? There, yeah, and a, I'm not trying to be. Have we tried those? Hold on. Do you we have, have those in here? No, you have not had. Them. Okay. No, you've not had them. Those. It, those yeah, are, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's like something you. I mean, we give get these, away. and, right, and right. they've been already. Uh, I guess already kind of browned yesterday. So, or does he do that this morning? No, I think they were cooked this, this morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, they were cooked this morning. Yeah. Hey, those are um, incredible. Question. Yeah. Is there really a Mount Rushmore of meats? Uh, in where? my mind, there is, yes. Oh, where? where? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, let's go talk to Top Gun. Don't get him started, Chris, because he'll, it, it, that, that will go on until 9 o'clock. <laughs> I feel a need for speed. What's going on, boy? What's up, buddy? Captain Favor, welcome back. Thanks, sir. Captain Kirk, always here. And Jeff Lagerman. Present. How was vacay? It was it was very nice, and uh, and I will tell you it, it was great just to be able to to have some quiet time and spend time with the wife to where we didn't have to wake up to do anything to get kids off school to go to work. I mean it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes well, it, having well, those times are the best. It's well-deserved because you had a little bit longer football season than normal, Indeed. which I love. Yeah, me too. Way I'll to take it every Jack. time. I'll take it every time. Well, you better get ready. Now, are you done with football, or do you have to do something for the Super Bowl? No, I'm, we're actually done for a little while. We're taking a little bit of a break, even with some of the Jaguars' happy hour stuff, and then we'll be coming back online in a couple of weeks. But we're so taking a little break. Does, so does that mean you'll be back on this show once or twice a month? Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe once, maybe twice. Woo. Just just uh, saying. Oh, like, I, I, I'm just saying until turkey season. Yep, that's right. And by the way, um, very well deserved for Jeff to be able to take a, a weekend here and there to go turkey season. Yes, because, yes, yep. I agree. Yep. I've got a big tip for you, Captain Favor and Captain Kirk. Okay. Okay. And you can thank me oh. at the end of the summer oh, when you're rich. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Like right. We're always rich. Yeah. Go go to Walmart or somewhere and get a big piece of white poster board. White poster board. Okay. Right poster this down. board. Okay. Poster and a big board. and a big black magic marker and in bold Mark. print right on it. Captain Favor, Captain Kirk, Charter Fishing, and your phone number in bold letters. Tape it to the top of the roof on your boat. Mm -hmm. And go out there, I'm thinking maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, and sit there until... The Chinese spy balloon comes over. <laughs> and you're going to have... I knew where he was going with that. You're going to have free advertisement to 1.4 billion people. No, man, I got Chinese, Those Chinese love to fish, and they go all over the world. They hide their money from the government. That's how we got COVID everywhere. They go all over the world. They'll come here and they'll call you up. Captain Cook, Captain Favor, how much to fish for a week? You go, it's 25000 And they'll jump all over. They'll be like, see you 7 a.m. You'll get down there with the boat and they'll be there in three of them, T-shirts, shorts, and flip-flops, and a case of money. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like it. Wow. Yeah. You can awesome. thank me at the end of the summer okay. when the house and the boat and the trucks are paid for. Okay. That's that's fantastic. Sounds good? That's a solid okay. strategy. Yep. I'm always looking out for you guys. Uh -huh. Man, very we appreciate it. Yeah, mm -hmm. very interesting. Hey, look here. This woman... Uh, Goes in the hospital to have a baby. Not blonde. And uh, she gets, uh, let me tell the story. <laughs> she, she gets in the hospital and she's having the baby and slips into a coma. Oh, well, no. she's in a coma for about six weeks. She comes out of it and the doctor comes in and he says, wow, I'm glad you made it back. You really had a rough time. And 
she says, um, what happened to the baby? And the doctor said, babies, you had twins, a girl and a boy, and they're fine. They're doing good. As a matter of fact, your sister's been taking care of them. And the girl says, my sister, man, she's blonde and doesn't know anything about anything. And the doctor says, well, she's doing a pretty good job with them. And actually, she named them. And the lady goes, oh, my God, I hate to even ask. What did she name the girl? And the doctor says she named her Denise. And she goes, oh, well, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's a nice name. What did she name the boy? And the doctor said, the nephew. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Hey, but it's still was good, good, man. It's good. I liked it. When I, yes, sir. When, when I heard Denise, I was <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so the boy's the nephew. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Good. Yep, love good. it. Oh, good stuff. Hey, I love how that was guy. his joke last week? I love that guy. I didn't hear it. It was good. It was okay. Good. It was good, but I don't remember it, though. Well, <laughs> I don't either. So, so it wasn't that good. Yeah. Man, that, but good. that was good. Yeah, we I like that. Can't be that good. We got a chuckle. All right, let's take a break. We yep. come back. Um, I, I've been requested to give a ganja tip of the week oh. since I was in Jamaica. Ganja tip of the week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you have one? Um, well, we'll see. Okay. After this break we right here totally on the Nimnik Buick yeah. GMC Outdoor yeah, Show. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you got to keep those things away from Grandpa Presented <laughs> by Duck Duck Rooter. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet yeah. Outdoor Show. Mm-hmm. Presented by Duck Duck Rooter. So I uh, was in Jamaica and uh, had a great time. And and I will tell you, and this will eventually lead to our uh, ganja tip of the week and then also the... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, back to the van. <laughs> Psychedelic. Tubular, dude. <laughs> so anyway, we, we land and literally... As soon as you step out somewhere to where there are, are locals, they are immediately trying to sell you what you need. Right. And it's like, what, you, what they think you need. I, yeah. Right. And that's just not us. Right. You know, and I, look, I don't have anything against it. Right. But I can tell you, it's like. It's the, it's the national smell. The secondary smoke. Did they, did they give you a price? I never asked. Okay, okay, I'm just... I don't know, I mean, man. Do they say, you know, for $15, man? Hey, yeah, yeah. $15. I would, yeah. I would say, well, let me just smell it. So I'd take a smell of it, and it's like, woo. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's the very okay. best, man. And, of course, yeah, you totally got that. And But but the interesting thing is, and we had a we had a driver uh, one day that we went and experienced some waterfalls and some swimming pools and then did, like, a raft trip kind of down a Jamaican river. It was awesome. And our driver was, was uh, stone to the bone. No, oh no, no, no. He was um, older than me, very uh, s- uh, semi-retired former fireman. Now he he drives to supplement uh, his retirement. Mm-hmm. His wife works at one of the resorts. Super well-spoken, knowledgeable guy. Yeah, and it was awesome having him because he really explained a lot of the local traditions, the different 
counties, which I don't know if they, I guess they call them provinces, I guess, in Jamaica. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, he explained what all the different ones were, gave history of, uh, like, even like Usain Bolt, the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, oh yeah. With each county, I call them counties because they're whatever they are, in Jamaica, give you, giving a breakdown of what was happening in each province. And I asked him, he said, you know, I asked him, I said, well, what about, you know, the marijuana, the smoking here in Jamaica, which kind of seems to be what Jamaica can be known for. And he goes, yeah. He goes, and in fact, uh, the government now has embraced it. They have dispensaries, and it's legal, and they have to go through hoops. He goes, but then, of course, there's plenty that's on the street available that's not legal. Right. But to get arrested for it, and and one of the young kids that was there that was helping us as well, to explain that, I guess, as long as you're 18 or older, it's legal. Do it whenever you want. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he said that a lot of the younger kids are doing it, too. And he goes, but he said the one thing he said, I will tell you, he goes, not all Jamaicans smoke. Okay. And, and I said, really? He goes, and I, I said, There's of course. four of us, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said, not all Jamaicans smoke. He says, so that's obviously a stereotype. I said, that's obviously a stereotype, right? Uh-huh. He goes, yeah. He goes, but, you know, he goes, there are a lot that do, and a lot, there are some that don't. And yeah, so, it's just like alcohol. Some people don't drink. But, but, it's, uh, but yeah, the smell is, is everywhere, and uh, there's plenty to buy mm-hmm. legally off the street and um uh, but it was it was definitely an experience, and one thing I will tell you about Jamaica, and I think this is a problem too, that exists. We we've, we've all become immune to it. It's trash. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, golly. I mean, really. I mean, desensitized. Even so, in ours, <clears throat> Jamaica's trashy. Well, there's yeah, that needs to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And and I and I give uh, from I give the credit to some of these people in Jamaica that realize that look, they're economy is thriving on tourism Mm. and so they have literally crews going down roads and picking up trash and cleaning it up Mm -hmm. to make sure that their country stays pretty but i mean they still have a problem with it but i mean we're we have the same thing here Mm -hmm. right i mean look i mean nothing drives me crazier Mm. than to drive down our highways and roads in jacksonville and see trash that's just literally Litter thrown bugs. out on our beautiful grounds of our city. Yes. What the hell yes. are we doing? I don't know. Yeah. Who are these people that are constantly throwing trash out in our city? Please when, don't. When's Please the last stop. time that you, I don't know, let's just say you had a hamburger or something mm-hmm. and, and, you know, from McDonald's or whatever, and you just, wrote, it just crumbled up the bag and threw it out the window? Never. Never. Exactly. Never. Never. I, I, even I even I when I, I was a it. dumb teenage no, kid, I, oh, oh, I never did. Yeah, I, and, and, and I can tell you, if my dad ever thought that I oh, did Oh, my that, dad would have broken out the belt in a minute. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And if one yeah. of my kids did it, I'd break out the belt. Yeah. yeah. My mom would make you walk down the side of the highway Wee. with a garbage bag, picking up garbage for a Jeez. quarter of a mile. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> you she bet. caught you doing it. That's right. Oh, yeah, you're doing man. the whole anyway, neighborhood I'll, now. I'll get, we'll get off on that tangent in a minute. Yeah. Jamaica was great. The weather's beautiful. The uh, water is fantastic. Yeah, that one picture that you have. And I will say that there are there's a lot of that island. That's a big island, and it takes hours to get from the airport if you were going to go to like the other side to like I think it's Kingston, which is the capital city of Jamaica. And uh, it's the, but there's parts of it that like, like the southern part and like around the grill. Supposedly the waters are a little bit warmer because it's shallower closer to the coast where mm-hmm. on the northern side montego bay which is where we were at 
the deeper water is closer because the ports are on that side did, of the did, island. Did you see, under the stupid question, very many fishing boats? Plenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a t- there's tons of, of those smaller, longer, narrower kind of local boats that right. you see. Okay. And a lot of handline fishing. There's nets. I mean, there's fishing poles. I didn't ask about any kind of charter fishing. We were just there just to relax, Oh, I know. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I get Is it. Is there a lot of seafood consumed on the island? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some. But, but I will tell you, look, we eat better than anybody in our country. Mm, yeah. Agreed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you always want to have some of the local fare. So the best things that I had, we had, while we were there, were the Jamaican jerk, jerk chicken the uh, it's like almost like pastry pockets where it's stuffed with different kinds of meat, whether mm-hmm. it's beef or chicken or mm-hmm. or lamb, dog or, or cat or it, no, <laughs> at least rat. Hopefully, it was not <laughs> Nutra. Yeah, <laughs> Nutria, <laughs> man. <laughs> Crow. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sorry, but but I mean, we look. We have Rouses. we have it so good where we're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we really do. Oh, we're spoiled. We are totally spoiled. Yep. And but, but the the reason you go to a place like that is to experience a little bit of the culture and then just to experience the beauty of of different places and that's I mean Jamaica has a very unique beauty to it. Mm-hmm. But from a food standpoint, I would not say that you go to Jamaica to eat. Right, mm. there's good food there. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Right, yeah. right. but but we have the, some of the best. I mean, what we put on our dinner table nearly every night. Mm-hmm far exceeds what a lot of things that you can get in some of these other countries. Mm-hmm. And we're incredibly fortunate to live where we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah, we're and, blessed. There's no doubt. But a great experience. And got to, we, had a, we had a guy by the name of Uncle Dreddy. Dreddy? Dreddy, like dreadlocks. Yeah. Huh. Uncle Dreddy. Oh, okay. He was Ooh, our yeah. tour guide on the river trip that we floated oh, around. Okay. I saw that thing, you know. What? Well, that wasn't a panga. What what kind of craft was it? No, it's it's almost like a uh, bamboo raft. So it's like a log raft. Sounds so they, safe. So they take all these probably twenty five foot long pieces of bamboo mm-hmm. kind of wood, and then they have pieces that are going across, and then there's wire kind of looping it all together. It's literally, it's like a uh, Tom Sawyer, Huckle, Tom right, Sawyer right. Huckleberry so Finn river raft. So when you walk up, look raft. at that, what's your first question? Uh, are there alligators in the water? No, I mean, you can clearly see that there's no crocodile, any animals. Right? Right. I mean, there, there's literally, there's like Crocodiles. 50 of these rafts. I don't know, I saw a picture Listen, of it, and I'm hey, like, man, you got to watch out for those Jamaican um, crocodiles. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, we're, we're, we're paying yeah. for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah. SS Minnow Plus Plus. Yeah. I mean. But, you know, they got. They, <laughs> Where's Gilligan? You, you know? got, you know, they got like a, a two-person seat <laughs> that Nobody. you can sit on this thing. And then it has, he's got his little music box. And oh. he's got his phone. And mm-hmm. Uncle Dreddy is on Instagram if <laughs> you wanted to Dreddy. check him out. I'll bet he is. 
Okay. Good old Uncle Dreddy. And Uncle Dreddy would be more than happy to sell <laughs> on, you whatever you need. Exactly. Oh, I don't on, doubt it. Yeah, on your little boat ride. Sure. Do you want yeah. the extra juicy yeah, or you just want the dry, Mom? <laughs> He'll even roll it up for you. Yeah, yeah I'll bet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was. You want the big sleeve. <laughs> he let, said that's no let charge. Me, let no me get that one started Mom. for you. <laughs> uh, that's a gun. But it was a cool, cool experience. <laughs> Uncle, go see Uncle Dreddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a special mom. <laughs> you want the uh, extra crispy? Uh, you need a big one, man. You big man. <laughs> but it was a, we had a fun day just because Woo, we just uh, we got to experience yeah. the waterfalls, the blue kind of hole, and then the rafting went up with Uncle Dreddy. The, the blue what? The blue, blue holes. Oh, you ever think, okay. you ever heard of blue hole? It's no. like a you know they have a lot of inland rivers in Jamaica, which is where spring, a lot of their like water system comes spring from. Spring fed thing, isn't it? Gotcha. I don't. Yeah, I, like a spring, I, yeah. Some water, of it is. I like think a saltwater spring upwelling. Um, I don't think it's, it's not a saltwater spring. Let's just it's go a, with that. It's a freshwater. Oh, is it? It's in more. It's right in the middle of the country. This okay. blue hole stuff. But then there's also waterfalls that are similar to the true Jamaican blue hole, which you can find on a map. Mm-hmm. But there's other things that are similar to that. But it's but it's very cool, and we had we had a wonderful time. It was about a four day trip. And uh, it was great. It was a, a total R and R, uh, and Jamaica is definitely a unique back. place. But I'm yeah, glad to be back. Yeah. Mm. glad to be back. And 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 one of the things I would say is that over there is straight that, to Angie Subs. Huh? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> what I said, you got straight to Angie. First Subs. day back. <laughs> First day back. No doubt. I mean, because I can. I mean, look, we had yeah. some good food over I there, know, but I get it. Yeah. it ain't the food we have here. I know. I get it. Yeah. Does he anyway. have? Does he have a jerk chicken sub? Uh no. Um, not that I know of, but it, here's the thing. What is jerk? It's well, it's a seizing. person who's just not very nice, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's no, a question it, because- It's a seasoning. It's it, the type of seasoning. It's a, it's a homemade seasoning yeah. that chicken is marinated and cooked in. Yeah. But the great thing about Jamaican jerk chicken is, is that if you eat Kirk's jerk, or if you ate- Chris's jerk or Kevin's it's a jerk, jerk. It's yeah. all different. It's yeah. proprietary jerkiness. Because everybody has their own mix and then they mm-hmm. all make their own sauces to dip it in. And so if you sit there and you go, Oh, I've had Jamaican jerk jerk mm-hmm. for, I ate it from at this place. It's kind of like collard greens. I got it from Uncle Dreddy. It's all different. It's all different. It is different. Totally all different everywhere you go, which is pretty unique. And they put jerk on anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken, steak, pork, dog. dog, cat. I mean, I don't know. Does it get overwhelming, though? It's it's yeah. on so much stuff that you're kind of like, okay, I'd rather not. I'd like something plain, you know? No. No, and I, and I kind of my, was my first thought, you know, because here's the thing. Like, I hate blackened fish. I hate blackened anything. Really? Rum kills a really? lot, though. Well, true. true. That's true. <laughs> but to, and, I, and I, at first, a lot of people might think that jerk chicken or jerk pork is like a blackened flavor. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's not at all. No. And so it it was really good. So uh, definitely had really good food. Definitely had a good experience. But it's good to be home. And then I'll we'll go on our rant about the trash as we continue through yes. the outdoor show. But I will tell you, Jamaica's got to do a little cleanup. All those countries do. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's tourism. That's their money. Sure. Yeah. Well, in the state of Florida, guess what? We need to clean our act up, too. Tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Tourism. Anyway, that's right. Tourism. 904-641-1010. Hey, Steenhatchee River Club, we can't wait. Oh, we're, yeah? We're going over in March. Yes, we Do are. Do I got a call to make my reservation? 
Um, uh, you can. No, just uh, I mean, you don't have to, but you can. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. Because we're going over in March. Yeah, Can't should. wait. Yep. And uh, folks, if you want to go over to Steen Hatchie for a little getaway that's not that far away, just go to Steen Hatchie River Club three five two four nine eight thirty two twenty two is the number to call and experience a little bit of our mm-hmm. own fantastic area vacation fun. spots. And if you'd like to join us here this morning, nine zero four six four one ten ten. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Hey, if you need a piece of equipment to get the job done right, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny has the right piece of equipment for you. On the homepage of Outdoor Show, you can click on Coastal Equipment's link and it will link you to their website and give you plenty of information about all the Kubotas, the Graveleys, the steel, power equipment, all the pieces of equipment that they have. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. I have one thing to say real quick, Kirk. The Carrie and I, you know what we wanted for Christmas? Honest to goodness. What? What you wanted for Christmas? An electric chainsaw. Mm -hmm. So I called Kirk. I'm like, hey, um, talk to your Milwaukee guys. You know, we did some research. Anyway, I bought a 16-inch electric Milwaukee chainsaw. And and I've used it five times now, mm-hmm. and I've used half the battery. It's it's an amazing. What are you using it for? Um, uh, deer stand work. It's it's deer stand work. Uh, you know, cutting down hardwoods. Um, on on my dam. You know, um, it, it clear my driveway. Just just you know, not not crazy big stuff, but I mean, so you're not cutting uh, firewood logs or anything I'm like not, that. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm I'm cutting down trees that are six eight inches. You know, I mean, but it is it's as powerful as you can imagine. Hmm. I mean, it is. They're pretty bad. It's awesome. Yeah, I have not even charged it back up yet. It's amazing how that battery brick. Yeah, how long it lasts. Yeah, it's, I think I think it's like. Um, you know, in, in comparison to other electric saws, Jeff, it's it's like it's like seventeen hundred RPMs. Okay. And and it, you know, it's that's that's pretty fast compared to other chainsaws. Okay. It's uh, anyway. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, good. Thank you, guys. I mean, it, it, that uh, yeah, that's good uh, stuff. We yeah. had we went to uh, our property last week. Mike and I did to clear the river road. Yeah. From one end to the other, and so we took the the pole saw that I have. That's mm-hmm. very similar to that one. It's a ten inch blade. And I use that thing for three and a half, four hours. Right. And Mike's like, is it about dead yet? And I said, it's got one bar left. Right. And it ran wide open till the very end. Yeah, I'll be dead. Yep. Absolutely. So they're, they're, they're cool pretty stuff. incredible. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Thomas this morning on the phone lines. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. Morning, Thomas. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, buddy. Good, good. I, I I forgot to mention something to Jeff during the Christmas show when he was talking about coffee cream. So he's right, man. Pumpkin spice is one of the best. Oh ones. no, you're not going to break just, that up, are you? Uh-oh. Yeah, uh oh, Thomas, you're breaking up. Hold on, don't interrupt him. You're he's, breaking up, Thomas. No, no, let him be. Let him be. <laughs> Thomas, go ahead. Okay, but anyway, uh, my, my motor was down last year, gentlemen. We got four four weeks left. Four weeks before the tournament last year, did they allow us to fish the rock? Right by the fuel station on down toward the, uh, the opening of the uh, base? Well, here's the deal. Last year, they were allowed to fish the Little Rock, Big Rock, all the way to the point. 
and they weren't supposed to go beyond the point over to the gate. Okay. But when I got there at crack of dawn, <laughs> they were already anchored all the way to the gate, but the oh, fog no. was real thick. If you don't remember last year, the fog was heinous, and it didn't lift till about 10 or 11 o'clock. And when it finally okay. lifted and the Navy saw where everybody was, they kicked everybody oh, no. off. Mm-hmm. You know, they were only allowed to fish from the way I understood it, from the old steam dock all the way down on the end uh-huh. towards the towards uh-huh. the landing strip, uh-huh. all the way to the point there, Thomas, and that was it. And then, of course, they, you know, they, they, yeah, they didn't they didn't listen. They fudged. They went all the way around the corner. You know. Yeah, yeah. Cheaters. You fishing that's it this year, bad. Thomas? I'm sorry. You fishing it right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I got a new motor. I didn't get my new motor till the end of March last year, though. Yeah, so I'm ready this year. Okay, oh, right. yeah, that's good. Yeah, it ought to be a so fun I, tournament. I, yeah, my boat. So I love that tournament, man. I've probably been in it probably 14 years. I, I've missed some years because of health issues and motor yep. problems and stuff like that. But my family loves that tournament because the fish fry. You talk about some fellowship and you know yeah. gathering. It's, oh, it's the, the best. It's it's a fun time. It is it's, fun. Time. Hey, tell us, have, have you ever won any money? No, I have my wife. My wife is the only one that came close. She had a, a, a seven and a half pounder. I think that's the biggest one we've ever weighed. That's a good one. And, yeah, that uh, is a good one. She made, yeah, she made, she made the list. At least she had made the list. I've never, I've never been able to weigh one because I never do the mystery fish stuff like that. I just fish straight tournament. Right, right. But, uh, but I used to fish inshore a lot at the Coast Guard station. I would be at the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. the Coast Guard station, anchor it at five thirty in the morning and take a nap. <laughs> and then when, it, when 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 the lines were in at seven o'clock, we got our lines in, but we had been chumming and everything. But the, the Coast Guard station is like a dead zone right now. It's been like that for almost two, three years. I've heard that from it's everybody. Hard to get a sheep. Hmm. Yep, yeah, interesting. Hard to get a sheep in there. So yep. you have. I got a sixteen-inch boat, so I either got to fish those rocks uh, going toward, like you say, where the base is, which they they might not allow us to do it. It's just since we abused it last year. But but that, or I go to the. When the waters come, I go to the inside of the uh, north or the inside of the south, depending on which way the wind is blowing. If it's blowing from the north, then I go to the inside of the north. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's blowing from the south, then I go to the inside of the south. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the, you know, the, the wind won't push me into the rocks. Right. But, you know, like I say, if it's, if it's, if it's three to four, I can't go out there. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? A, a lot of people can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not fun when you're trying to put it this way. Catching yeah. sheep's head requires a little bit of stillness. And so when the boat's moving constantly, for me, I don't do a very good job of catching them. Right. I don't so, either. Anyway. The jig head is my best my, the jig head is my best weapon. Uh <clears throat> throwing to the rocks and then just, you know, just jerking it back every now and then and letting it land again because you cover more more ground that way. That's right. A, you know, a Carolina rig is dropping straight down. You gotta pray that you find that fish. But it, with the jig head you can you can search for the fish. Right. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah. I know some guys though that do that Carolina rig that search for them too. I I just don't have that ability. Yeah. I, I'm I not. Either, I'm not that good. Hung. Yeah. I end up getting hung. Even if I use a a quarter ounce of egg sinker, I still seem like I get I get hung. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I just I just pray that <clears throat> that uh, it's not real rough. Yeah. Because, me too. You know, it's safety more than anything else. You know. Saturday well, Saturday March fourth. It's coming up. Yeah, and it's 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 a fun tournament. It is. You know what I mean? It I mean, is. it's it, it and and good weather adds to that. Sure. You know when it's yeah. when it's brutal like it was two years ago. Oh yeah. I was glad that I was at consignment boat sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But yeah. you know what I hate? 
sheephead fishing at the Mayport Jetties on a southwest wind. That fishing sucks, man. It's like the fish almost shut down. That's, oh, yeah. That, that, I don't, I yeah. Don't, that, that, that doesn't surprise me. West wind is not my favorite wind. Uh-uh. Not when it it's blows hard. Mine either. Nope. Mine either. Mine either. I love the south. I love, I love the tip of the south jetty. That's why I love to catch them. I've limited out there so many times. It's disgusting. But I love to be able to get there. But like I say, that 16-foot boat, and I'm still using an anchor and everybody around me with the, with the spot locks and stuff because yeah. this is crazy. You I have one more question for you, Thomas. What is the biggest yeah. sheep's head you've ever caught? I caught a nine-pounder at the um, where the old Florida Marine Patrol was, right there off the off the shore. Okay, off the bank. That, so yeah, that's a good and, one. And I, I, yeah, that is a good yeah, one. I didn't have a net. I didn't have a net, so I had to lay down there and grab him and pull him in because I didn't want to lose that fish. I said, "Oh my god!" Because I was throwing uh, a quarter crab as far as I could out into the water, and he oh, wow. hit it out there. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. All right, Thomas. We'll see you in March. Yeah, and, uh, and good luck at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, same to you guys. All right, bye. Saturday, March 4th. And, the... and by the way, Jeff did not mean that. What's that? Good luck in no, the tournament. No, I meant it. Absolutely meant it. Good luck. Just don't yeah. catch a fish bigger than me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Second Relatively No, I'm just speaking. kidding. I hope he does catch one bigger than me. I did do some <laughs> offshore exploration Uh-oh. this last week. Looking oh, cool. boy. I, can, I got a report. A little outdoor show research? I got a report too. Oh, oh man, boy. man, we got. I tell you what, though, the snapper are just so it's wide ter- open, and they've it? moved in to the five and six mile uh, wrecks yeah. that, that we could find them on, mm-hmm. and they're there. Mm-hmm. But you just you can't get past the chickens. Uh, I know it's, it's terrible, just unreal, and they they're eating fiddlers and everything else too. Everything, yeah, everything. Yeah, there's there's some sheep there. Right. I got I got offshore. you. I got you. I got you. What do you mean? I got your intel. Oh, I'm all over. Yeah. It. Oh yeah. I got it. You heard it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. I. You know. Here's here's the thing uh-huh. with uh, this southwest wind that Thomas was talking about, mm-hmm. and that you guys are talking about. You get a southwest wind, you know, and it calms the waters. Those guys that have those secret spots that are offshore, yeah, that right. hold big sheep's head. Mm-hmm. It's hard to compete Absolutely with those guys. Yeah. That's why Kirk's always fired up when it blows northeast. Because yeah. it's tough for them to fish Levels the playing spots. field. Yeah. Well, you know what? I look at it this way. It's a family tournament. And like Thomas, he's got a 16-foot boat. He can't go out there. I'm all about the family tournament. Me you know, and my brother Fred just, and my brother I'm Dave about, and my brother Mike. Let's just the guys level bigger the, boats have families too. Let's just level the playing field though. You know, it's like it's like the one. That's why I like the, uh, the, the King of the Beach tournament. Yep. You can only it, go three it, miles. And old school. Yep. Old school. Mm-hmm. Stay in there. Yeah. Stay in there. Level that field, man. Well, that one year that we came in, so we, we have had, or the, representing this show, mm-hmm. we have had three second-place finishes. Uh-huh. Kirk's had a second place, and then my team has had two second-place finishes. One of those second-place finishes that we had, we lost by point. Oh, it was crazy. Like a feather. Yeah, and why was that? Zero one. And what, what, what happened there? Uh, because yeah. Fred and Dave and Mike didn't. Put the fish in water. Oh, right. Oh, Is that what that was? All their fault. Boy, I can hear that phone call now. <laughs> Mike, I'm AC's raising my hand. It was Jeff, totally sorry. my fault. Backed up I take responsibility. One, it was See, my I, fault. I, mm. <laughs> Thank you, because I couldn't remember exactly. I can hear Fred now, now going, no, now there's no cataracts, Jeff. You look great. Go home. <laughs> 
see. I'll just never forget that though. Give you yeah. your reading glasses. That, how that went down. Yeah. One's like a one point two five on the left, and it's like a six hundred like, on the right. Well, we don't need to do that. We're fine. Yeah, yeah we no, got this. Yeah, we don't need that. I know what I'm doing. I've fished many of these tournaments. There's no way somebody caught one today hey, that's bigger how than did you this. Think I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I come in with, with an eleven three. Yeah, and and that in most of those tournaments is just like psh, that's a done deal. And here comes some guy with a thirteen four offshore that fish. smoked you. Yeah, yeah, wasn't even close. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Well, you know? and just remember for all you cheaters out there, because there are a few of them. Okay, there is a polygraph for first and second place winners. And Did from- you guys have to take a polygraph? Uh, no, but I have heard that, uh, they will be given. Okay. We've had, have you ever had to take a polygraph? Me? Yeah. Oh no. Well, Kurt, I, I, I we don't want to have one of those I, moments where we go, we have weights and fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I can't, I can't even get my head around that. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Me neither. I, I really. I know can. we need to take a break. But that's that's just. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Let's just let's just go walk down. Can to you jail imagine? And say, Arrest me. Can I'm you stupid. can you imagine if somebody tried to roll up to the El Cheapo with weights and fish? Oh, oh dear. And it got discovered. Oh dear. It'd be done. Oh they, they, they would dear. not. They would not make it out alive. They wouldn't they need do. to call the police. I can tell you that because there's enough police there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> They'd take care of the business right there, buddy. Mm. Yes, sir. Wow. It yeah. would. It would be ugly. It would be ugly. There'd be some Mayport Nikes dancing around yeah. on that <laughs> face. <laughs> you don't want to. Don't want to poke the bear. <laughs> don't poke the bear. All right, uh, let's take a break. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store have the youngest fleet in the industry and the most productive fleet in the industry. Go to ringpower.com to learn more to see all the different equipment they have to help you. Mm-hmm. This week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week comes from? Comes from me. And uh, it That's w- me. That's not, me. Not, yeah, not, no, no. That's me. It's... it's February is, uh, it's just kind of a down month. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, uh, for, I'm talking about hunting properties, you know, but there's so many things to do. Oh, yeah. Maintenance it's, you is know, easily done because it's so cool. It, it is. You know, I mean, you wake up in the morning and it's nice and cool. You're like, okay, what, yeah. what are we going to do today? Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, and, and, but there was a, a, a couple days um, after the in laws left that I, I told Carrie, I said, I'm just, I'm going to get on the creek bottom. And I'm gonna walk from one end to the other, just just slipping. Which you, you never know? do. Never do. Never. At any other no. time of the year. No, you don't. I you mean, don't want to disturb the creatures. It, exactly. And, and by the way, you totally disturbed them. I mean, I saw wood ducks. I saw deer. I saw turkeys. I mean, you know, when you're just easing along like that and you get the breeze in your face, but mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 come across. I mean, I I, I was taking pictures as I was going uh, of these some of the biggest rubs I've ever found on my property. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, wow, look at that. You know, look at that. And I mean, you could, if, if you look at the pictures on Facebook, some of these are, are absolutely from this year, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Um, and then I came across these two cat faces that you the, need to, you need to cut them down. Oh, they and, are. And 
Well, what Kevin is referring to as a cat face, years ago when they used to do the, the pine tar gathering, mm-hmm. they uh, and they would make it for well, like pine resin to do all kinds of things yeah, with. Yeah, turpentine, whatever. Turpentine yep. or, or maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, there's all kinds of things. Well, they would scar the faces on one side of a pine tree to, so that the sap would drain from the tree. And they would collect the sap. And uh, these trees are very unique because they all have V's mm-hmm. carved into it, like right on top of another, going up and down these trees. And so these are, and of course, the trees are dead now. So what you have is basically a standing dead tree that has this cat face on it that might be 100, 150 years old. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we actually have some on my place, and the ones that we have found. What we have done is taken them out of the woods, and then some of them are sitting on the porch. Mm-hmm. We, we built a base for them so that you could look at what is essentially part of the history of the woods. Absolutely. Right, where they is. came yep. from. And so it's pretty unique. And you got some beautiful pictures of these cat faces. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I've never seen these. This is on my property, you know. Yeah. But but the cool thing is right now, it, it, you guys know, there's not a leaf on anything. No, you I can mean, really see. You can really see through the swamp. And I was walking, I was like, you got to. And even this, if you look at those cat faces, there's a fence on there. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never seen this fence before, you know. So anyway, uh, and, and this is the, this is the time of year also, Jeff, that uh, uh, it, when you, when, when you talk to somebody like Dave Edwards, he's always like, look, go to your tree stands, especially if you're on a pine tree, loosen up the straps. Um, you know, just just it, it just to the to the point because that tree's going to grow oh, yeah. between between now and fall, and and that's when a lot of times you have your accidents. Loosen straps up. It's it's a it's just a beautiful time to be in the woods. And if you don't want to do that, go catch some crappie or enjoy the porch. Well, you can get a lot of maintenance <laughs> done too, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you can. You get you, you get got the you got the energy to do it. Plus, you can look at new stand locations. That's oh, the one thing I like about I, it. I've already got new stand locations. Yeah. No question. No question. So. The the neat thing is, is that when you find these um, interesting things that you discover in the woods, including the cat face, like the cat face, you can actually date some of these trees depending upon how the actual pine tar was gathered. Mm-hmm. Did they use metal? Did they not use metal? Did they carve a bowl into the tree right. for collection? Did they use clay pots? Did they clay pots, right. metal pots? Because you can date all of that based on how they did it, how yeah. they collected it. Mm-hmm. And that's the neat thing about when you find one of these cat faces in the woods. And they're they're all around North Florida, too. Oh, well, sure they are. Well, not just in Georgia. Toronto they're was yeah. loaded with them. Yeah, yeah, so they're pretty unique. And it... Uh, and I'll find there was a really good article that I found a while back that's on the history of Catface. And I'll at some point find that and then put it up on our Facebook and Instagram page, which, by the way, folks, if you don't follow, follow us. We uh, we put up some beautiful pictures. We'll put up a link to that information about the Catface so you can read a little bit of that history. But all that stuff is is, is very interesting reading material. We'll do that. So anyway, yep. uh, uh, Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. And, and I want to do that now. Okay. We're going to do it a little bit early, and the reason I want to do it now is because I had dinner with Kirby Co. and Miss Kirby Co. last night. Oh, oh since nice. you've been back. They're it, very cool. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I actually brought up what our Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week was going to be this week. Mm-hmm. And they were like, really? Both Jan and Chris like, really? I have that. We actually use that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really? And they're like, yeah. So 
this week's Kirby Co-Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. And Kirby Co-Builders, in case people don't know, if you haven't been to their website, go to kirbycobuilders.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y-C-O, Builders, kirbycobuilders.com. And then you will see some of the amazing pictures that they do. And they're also going to be doing the new Chop House 13, which is going to be a Nocatee, mm-hmm. amongst many things. But they're an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, Interior and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. They do an amazing job. This week's Kirby Co-Builders Cooking Tip of the Week comes from Captain Kirk. And it is a seasoning that... uh, It's been around for... God, it's been around for a long time. It has, and I think sometimes it it gets overlooked. I think people a lot of times just forget that's, that's really how it all started. Kevin, that's the old redfish yes, magic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's Chef Paul the, the demise out of the yep. out of Louisiana started it with the you know the black and redfish craze that kind of took off back in the eighties and the seventies, and I use it you know probably once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep it on the on the spice shelf, and it's not overwhelming. Some some blackening seasons are are to me. Are overwhelming and they overmelt. Which is why I was saying earlier, yeah. I'm not a big fan of yeah, blackened and I, fish. And I, can, and I can see that. Yeah, some of I'm, them, I'm, I'm not a fan of blackened fish either. No. I, I, I like to eat fish. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. we And they, and right now, we're right. eating fish at our house three or four days a week. Good for you. I mean, yeah. you know, from me catching it or going mm-hmm. down to say So harbor. you don't have to use this redfish magic or this magic, Paul Perdome magic. You don't. But to I tell blacken you, fish. It's for seasoning fish, too. It's for seasoning fish, pork, uh, beef. Seafood I mean, stew. and Yeah, and the thing that's cool about it is you, you can use a little bit or you can use a lot. The mm-hmm. thing that I've found a lot of people, they use way too much. Right. You know, they They're trying it. to blacken it. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like you they do it. With it's the like spices. They, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. it's like they Not do a good. rub. No. It's like they're doing a rub, right. and they coat it so quick, so thick that you can't see the meat under it. Mm-hmm. If you just use a light sprinkling of this on your food, it, it really is a good uh, seasoning. I like it a lot. I really do. Um, it's kind of got a sweet, hot mixture of different blends in it, and it's not really expensive. You can get it at Publix. You can probably pick it up at Hagen. Um, it's probably a, a, a bunch of different places, Winn-Dixie, yeah. um, I wonder Walmart. Paul Prudhomme, is he still alive? I don't think he's I alive. Can't, he can't no. be. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Didn't he used to uh, do, like, funny cars? No. No. Uh, he passed well, away in, no, in 2015. I'm sorry. That's yeah, Don the Snake yeah. Prudhomme. I'm yeah, sorry. He, yeah. Yeah. I'll just scratch that. No, no, no. I, I was, I'm with you, Chris, because that was also another Prudhomme that we knew very well. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Paul Prudhomme, this is interesting because his face is on the bottle of this magic seasoning. Yeah. This was, I mean, he was a very famous set. He was the guy that came up with the the black and redfish, wasn't yeah. he, he not? Was, he was literally yeah. almost a demise. Yeah. Of redfish. I mean, yeah, why they, I mean, well, net bands and everything on redfish because the popularity of black and redfish it, using it, his seasoning it, it, became it went, a craze. And it was just about the time that I got started full-time, which was uh, 94. Yeah. Um, and and Jeff, everybody wanted to go redfishing. Right. You know, and, and when, you know. They all wanted to have black and redfish. They all wanted to have black and redfish. Yep. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's, I mean, uh, but a, just a real quick. Little, uh, and this is from Wikipedia because I never read his Wikipedia information. Uh, he was known as Gene Autry Prudhomme. That was his name, mm-hmm. real name. Paul Prudhomme uh, was an American celebrity chef. Specialties were Creole and Cajun cuisines, 
which he was also credited with popularizing. He was the chef proprietor of K. Paul's Louisiana Kitchen in New Orleans Yep, and had formerly owned and run several other restaurants. He developed several culinary products, including hot sauce and seasoning mixes, and wrote 11 cookbooks. Oh, my gosh. How about that? Well, yeah, he was famous down there. Oh, yes, I mean, he K. Was. Paul's yeah. Kitchen was just packed all the time. He died at the age of 75 in 2015. Of heartburn? <laughs> I think he had does not say he had health issues back in the 80s I mean I remember he had trouble walking he was um, he was kind of a big fellow wasn't he yeah 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 he did a lot of kitchen shows fork in the road fiery foods kitchen expedition Louisiana kitchen always cooking and there's a website still that's chefpaul.com mm-hmm. so I have to check that out anyway let's take a break we come back we'll talk to to Zach and Bill and NU 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, the Nimnik family of dealerships, which look, they've been in business since 1941. Billy and his whole crew and, and his family, awesome. Awesome people. And they've been in business for that long because they treat people like family. And and I can tell you that uh, you always do best at Nimic. And one of the big reasons why is they treat you like family, number one. They've got great selection. And then they honestly give you a best price guarantee. They will literally will they give you a the best price you can get at Nimnik Chevrolet on Cassett and at Nimnik Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. And I'm just telling you. Go shop around and then go to Nimnik, and then you'll see what I'm saying. And you will notice a big difference. That's why they win awards at <laughs> Nimnik. All right, uh, welcome back. Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines, and let's work through Bill, Zach, and Matt. Let's start with Bill. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing this morning? Good, buddy. Doing good. Bill's, uh, Bill's helping put together the El Cheapo tournament, which we were talking about earlier today, coming up on first Saturday in March. Yes, sir, on the 4th. We're going to have a big tournament, big big output, big uh, big party at the end. Jeff, I heard you got a little bit of a price on your head this year. I do. I, I heard your son and your daughter and everybody want to come and outfish you. Well, they uh, oh, if the weather's good, mm-hmm. because they're going to kayak fish. Oh, they're going to kayak. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. yep. Oh, nice. Yep. And so our our kayak division is getting big this year, sponsored by Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Got a great Hobie kayak for the grand prize. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a lot of kayak fishermen out. The uh, It's going to be a great field. We're going to have a great time. Uh, I know you guys are real busy. Entry is open at Uh Friday night, March 3rd, is the captain's meeting. We've got a huge raffle table that night. And then Saturday is a general tournament. We've got the party afterwards, got the fish fry. We are going to have some black and sheep head there if you want some black and sheep head. <laughs> Max has decided to add that this year. There you go. And uh, and uh, that's, it's a that's great raffle table. Black and sheep's head. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, knew that was coming. I hey. think it's good. I'll do it. Yeah, and and that Paul Verdone seasoning is perfect for it because it's not too salty. You know, that's that's a good seasoning. His poor man's jambalaya. If you've never made that recipe, look it up and make it. It's all right. All right. Uh, all right, buddy. 
right, boys. I know you're busy. Thanks, I'll let y'all go. com. I'll talk to y'all next week. You got it. Looking forward to the tournament. Can't wait. Uh, again, uh, you can go to jacksfish.com, J-A-X-F-I-S-H, jacksfish.com. And you can uh, go right there, find out all the information, and you can also find out how to sign up right mm-hmm. there at the at the website. And you can register online. Okay, again, it's jacksfish.com. All right, let's go talk to Zach, who's got a charter question on his mind. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? Good morning. Good, good. So, hey, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be going on vacation. And uh, I want to take my, my father and my younger brother out on a charter boat we've never really been offshore fishing like that so do you guys have any maybe any recommendations for first time goers where are you going uh, any good place that's great either you know off the coast of jacks or st augustine okay so you're talking about going locally yes sir and, and you're talking about you you want to go on a headboat zach yeah i just want to go offshore i don't know what, what the best thing all right well here let me ask you another question okay we'll start with this um when are you talking about going uh, beginning of March. Okay, beginning of March. Uh, what's your budget? Um, I don't know. Probably two hundred ahead. Okay, two three hundred ahead. How many people you got? Three. Okay, so your options at couple hundred bucks ahead, three guys. You're looking at six hundred. Mm-hmm. Your options are, are one of two things: one, a head boat, which is what Kevin's talking about, which is a party boat. You go offshore. Mm-hmm. And you bottom fish, and it's a wonderful time. Some people love it. Your second option is is to not go offshore and to go inshore on an inshore charter. I don't think you can get offshore for six hundred bucks. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, well, but yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. going to fish a half day, probably your yeah, four yeah. or five hour trip. Exactly. But when I say offshore, you're not going fifty miles out for oh, six hundred bucks. Oh no, 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 no. No, but you're not going to go fifty miles on a head boat either. Right. Right. You're, you're, I mean, you're going to go to the hundred. 100 foot line and start there and on uh, even on a charter boat most of the guys are going to start around 70 80 feet and go out to 100 all right so so here are your options okay head boat okay or you could go on a on a boat like kevin's or Mm -hmm. kirk's yeah and fish for but i mean but here's the thing i will say for zach is that you're talking about 200 bucks a guy what's a full day versus a half day for you guys you mean Fee. I mean, for like a for so like, I'm, I'm basically six fifty and seven fifty. Okay, so okay, and Kirk, uh, you're going to run for a half day for for three guys, five seventy five, and then a full day is going to be eight seventy five. Okay, eight seventy five. So you're looking. My hours are different, by the way. Hours yeah, are I different. Do, I do five hours, seven hour. Kirk does four hour and, and eight hour. Eight hour. Okay, so the, yeah, so it's still, if you go a little bit more than two hundred a person, mm-hmm. you get a boat and you go offshore and you're fishing. 12, 15 miles-ish, right? Mm-hmm. That's right, right. But here's the one thing I will say, beginning of March. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. Roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you got to pick the weather either way. Even yeah. if you're going a headboat, you're still going to have to pick the days. The weather's going to dictate whether you can or cannot go offshore but, this but, time but, of the year. I think Jeff's point is is that if he if, if, if Zach books you right now, let's just say for a six-hour inshore trip, mm-hmm. going to have a hell of a time in March. I mean, you're going to catch a offshore block. trip. You mean? No, I'm saying inshore. inshore. Yes. and yeah. you're not you're not rolling the dice. Correct. You know, you can you're going to be able to go fishing no matter what. So, and and, and Zach, we do this all the time. Is you know when when you talk to Kirk or me or whomever, um, say hey, if if we can't make it offshore, 
Yeah, what's plan B? Yeah, what's plan B? Can can we go inshore? Because Zach, the weather in that part of March mm-hmm. can be iffy as that's far as getting offshore. Right. I mean, Zach, you, seventy thirty. Yeah, you look you look at our weather right now, Zach. I mean, right now you couldn't get offshore. No, not today. Not going out there today. You know, so at the first week of March, it's kind of the same thing. Yes. And I guess what Jeff's saying and Kevin both are, are you've got to be willing to do either or. You've got to let the captain make a determination on what's the, going to be the better situation for you. And or if you don't want to fish inshore, just tell him that. Yeah. Just, yeah, be up front with him. Yep. And you'll just have to, you'll have to just skip that date and plan another day. Yep. If, if the weather goes south on you. Yeah. So, Zach, I mean, look, uh, the, these two guys right here are pretty damn good. So I'd give one of them a call. How about that? How, how can I get some of their information? Uh, where's your guys' info? Kurt, mine's on the, on the website. Just, I think mine is too. I think if you Google Captain Kevin Favor or Captain Kirk Waltz, yep. you, you're going to find phone numbers, all the information you need, man. Yep. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. All right, okay, man. Absolutely. Yep. All right, thanks. All right, let's go talk to, before we take a break, Matt with uh, or wants to talk trolling motors and batteries. Good morning, Matt. Hey, how y'all doing, buddy? Good. What's going on? Oh, not much. I got a question for you, Jeff. Didn't you, when I worked at the bait shop a long time ago, didn't you have a Pathfinder? Uh, I did, yes. Because um, my question then is probably for you more so. I bought a Ghost, and I've got it for the troll motor. Right. Out of the troll motors, I've always used, you know, I've got a Gambler also, Bass, but I've always used a foot control, so I've never had experience so much with the hand control. What would you recommend, the motor guide or the uh, Mincota? What do you um, What are you lose, using it for? Um, I'm a, I bought this boat to sheephead fish at the jetties. Okay, and I was kind of old school where I liked using the handle because if I want in, if I want it spontaneous, look, using that little little key fob thing, you got to hit arrow, then you got to hit go. By then. I'm washing up into the rocks, and I Matt. used it once the other day. I'm like, God, I ran to the back because I'm used to just turning the switch and, and being able to go. Right. And that kind of drove me crazy having a fish with a key fob and a rod in the other right. hand. Yeah, you, um, you sound like somebody I, I, I once knew. Yeah, Matt. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm guilty, too. Yes, you are. I'm guilty. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, look, look, look. <laughs> it's just kind of like running a boat. It takes a little time. Do yourself... A, a favor, honestly, because I bucked it the same way you did. Just get the iPilot, Mencota. Yeah, Matt, you'll be you'll be so happy you did. It. And I tell you that because I fished the jetties. That's my office, right? You're talking about me fishing my office. I've been fishing it for 26 years as a professional guide, and another add another 15 years on there as as a recreational angler. And I'm telling you, the iPilot is worth its weight in gold. It's a it's a game yeah, changer. It's an I, absolute I, game changer. I stood on the bow of that boat for years working that tiller rod. Kevin's been in the boat. Jeff's been in the boat, mm-hmm. and I beat myself up. It was like riding a bucking bronco. Sometime, I pilot is the best way to go. So Matt, when you're when you're on your boat, what's the best part about being on your boat? Which one, the bass boat or the flats boat? No, I mean any boat. Any what, boat. What's the best part of being on a boat? What What do you like to do on your boat? I like being able to have my hands free so I can cast. So you can fish. You like to catch fish, yeah, right? Like right. Fish. Okay. But, but, the, hey. but the thing is, I got this boat also to fish bridges, live shrimp, docks, and that way you don't have to anchor. So I'd like the spot lock, but I wish they had the spot lock and the manual hand controlled all at once, and they, they don't make that out of I, I totally can understand what you're talking about. 
but right now that doesn't exist. That's so, what I thought. So I will tell you that I, I resisted for years, for years. Mm-hmm. And Kevin and Kirk had the GPS-enabled Minn Kota system, and I stuck with my regular old motor guide and Minn Kota systems handheld. And I will tell you, it literally cuts my fishing time in half, mm-hmm. at least, yeah. mm-hmm. because you're constantly having to worry about adjusting the trolling motor right and, and here's just just a quick when you example. have that gps right. system matt right you're fishing I, I just want you to think about this yeah. you're fishing the jetties you spot lock you you you, you you're you're there you can and, and now in the jetties for me personally i leave the big motor on just in case but you're free you can do whatever you want you're fishing you're you know what yeah. if, if 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 you know your wife or, or brother catches a fish and you need to go over there and net it. Go do it. Go, go do it. You know, you don't have to yeah. stand there and, and all of a sudden you look up and you're a hundred yards. Because the one thing down, that will happen with a handheld at the jetties with current, it takes a split second before your rear end is in trouble. Absolutely. <laughs> and with the and, and and GPS, it doesn't a, happen. But that was the nice thing about my foot control on my gambler. I can eat steer with it. Or I can just take my foot and I hit the button and then I hit spot lock. So I've, I have the best of both worlds with the foot control. Right, but right. No, I hear you. I hear you. But you don't put the foot control on the on the flats, but you beat the hell out of and it. I, and I do. And here's the thing. I know that uh, there's options when it comes to GPS trolling motors now. Okay, there's Minn Kota, There's what's the other brands that, that are out there? Rodan. 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 And so, I mean... Yep. And I will tell you, um, Matt at Trolling Motor Services does a great job. Yep. Uh, not not yeah, you, yeah. Matt. It's obviously a different Matt. But uh, Yeah, they're good people over there. Yeah. You know, the new dithering on the motor, which is the amount of movement to troll a motor, and we've got to take a break, is only five yeah. feet now. The new motors only move five feet. Where right. When Kevin and I first started, it was like 10, 15 yeah, yeah, feet. Yeah, that's right. They don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. Yeah, Once you, you lock it in, it's like having a uh, anchor down. Yeah, get, you, get the GPS system, Matt. You'll be very happy. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Uh, did y'all did y'all want any information about batteries, or just check back with you next week? Uh, no, no. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about batteries when we come back. Yep. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, thirty six volt. Me to hang on. Thirty. Yeah, hang on. Hang on. Just hang on, Matt. Hang on, Matt. We'll take a break and we'll come yep. back. We'll talk to Matt because batteries are an incredibly important topic and then also the number of volt system that you're going to have with yep. your trolling motor because i'm here to tell you if you think you're going to get by with a certain voltage yep. you might want to think about it again cheapest ain't, best. ain't always best <laughs> ain't always best buddy <laughs> welcome back to the nimnik chevrolet outdoor show presented there, by Duck, duck, rooter, and uh, let's jump right back into the phone lines with Matt. He's looking at trolling motors and batteries. Uh, Matt will say that, and to, and you know, to kind of review what we were talking about with Matt, he's kind of questioning what kind of trolling motor to put on his boat to fish for sheep's head, etc. And we were saying the GPS enabled systems, whether it be Rodan or Minn Kota, are the best. And now, Matt, your next question is batteries. What kind of batteries to put? Is that correct? Well. Actually, I was, I'm pretty familiar with the lithiums that I talked to y'all a couple of weeks ago, and you want me to call back and explain the difference between the lithium and the charging and all that because there's there are fire hazards with the lithiums if you don't match them correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, they take they take a, a stronger battery charger, and if you buy the lithiums, I highly recommend buying 
the charger from the individual that you buy the batteries from so they're compatible because a lot of the battery chargers that charge the wet cells are not sufficient to charge the lithiums. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Good point. Yeah. And uh, the, the lithiums come in different amps like y'all were talking about. You can go from the 50 amp, they make a 70 amp, and then they go up to like a 100 amp. Right. And the 50, the 50 amps, I got, for instance, in my gambler, it's a 22-foot gambler, I went and I got the 36-volt trolling motor, and I went with the 50-amp, three of them. Mm-hmm. And I Oof. fished tournaments all around from sunup to sundown, in current, hydrilla. And the lowest I've pulled the 36 amps down using spot lock um, is about 80%. Um, so they, they're very strong, and I just... And I'm not pushing any one battery or the other, but I went with Ionic, and I turned Roger Walker onto Ionic, and he's been very happy with them. But here in town, they make Rely On. You can get Lithium Pro, and Ionic are the three that I would trust. Well, the um, only thing too now is they're very expensive. Yeah, they're they're not. They are. That, they're not cheap. And that, I did give people an idea here, Matt and Kirk, and you guys would know more than I. Okay, if you were going to buy. One lithium and one regular battery. What are we talking about price Triple. difference? Almost quadruple the amount for one battery. Well, okay. and, and that's what I was going to talk to you about. I was going to tell you what I paid for the 50-amp battery is about, I want to say it was about 500 bucks for one 50-amp. So if you got a 24-volt system, mm-hmm. you're looking at $1,000 for two batteries. Then you pay another 300 for the charger. Yeah. But this is the thing. Your wet cells are typically good for two years, give or take how much you use them and how well you keep them maintained. Mm-hmm. Agree. These lithium, these lithium batteries are supposed to last 10 years, and they warranty them up to about five, six years. So if you spend $200 for a good wet cell, by the time you buy three of those over six years, you will have made up what you spent with the lithiums. And the lithiums, for instance, I had the Trojans in my boat, the 31s. Those were about 80 pounds apiece. The battery I replaced it with, the 50 amp, they're about 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, it's about half the size of a shoebox. Right, and I, right. I went from a massive battery, and I, I could fit three of the 50 amps in what basically one and a half 31 would fit in. Right, mm-hmm. Um, and the advantage is your lithiums will charge up if you get the right charging system that's compatible. And that's why I say it's important to get the right charger when you buy your lithiums. Yeah. Your lithiums will charge in about an one to two hours in that range. Yeah. Whereas a wet cell, if you use it all day, it'll take anywhere from six to eight hours to charge. So you, you increase your charging time by 75%. Um, and the battery will last you six to ten years, they say. The lithium. So the trade-off financially, for lithium, yes. The trade-off over the long term, you actually could possibly save money. It's just putting the money up front to purchase yeah, the battery. Right. Yeah, because it ain't, it ain't cheap. No, it's no. a big nut. You know no, what I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing at some point? Because you have these uh, kayaks that have these trolling motors built in, like uh, the Old Town, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. which are pretty amazing. Dylan has one. And those are 12-volt systems. And those... I would love to see them come out with 
and, and even an option to where you could maybe even put on the back of some kayak. So maybe they have that option. A 24-volt system because if you were using two mm-hmm. of the lithium batteries, mm-hmm. the weight is still inconsequential. Right, right. But to have that extra power and, and range, can you imagine having a kayak that had a 24-volt lithium system? Yeah. And where you could yeah. do and what, what you could do with that? You well, I know go. the guys oh. that have put lithium batteries in their boats, they're, they praise them. Now, like – like, like, like Matt says, you got to bite the bullet on the front end because it is expensive. But Christine with Trolling Motor Service over Maple Road said this. She said, the Riptide Saltwater Minn Kotas with the iPilot systems have the ability to attach an available foot pedal. So that little oh. tether that comes off the side, you can attach a foot Matt, pedal. There you, Matt, Matt, there, there you go. There yeah. you go, Matt. That's my answer right there. Yep. Um, also, the, uh, uh, for those that haven't had experience with the lithium batteries, the difference between the lithium battery and the wet cell while you're using it, your wet cell will typically around 11 o'clock, if you use a lot, you'll see a decline. Oh, there's no doubt. And it'll be dry. Whereas the lithium, it's a flat it's a flat run until you hit dead. And when when the battery goes dead, it's, dead. it's like falling off a cliff. But like I said, I've never got my batteries below eighty percent, so I've never even gotten close to that. Yeah. The other, the other, the other real important thing is, if you look to get a lithium battery for your cranking motor, some of these motors, the like Yamaha or Mercury, some of these four strokes may not, they they may tell you do not put the lithium cranking battery with some of these newer motors. So you need to make sure that a lithium yeah, battery and the motor is, is compatible. True. Good, before you good get point. for a crank battery. Yep. All right. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, y'all take care. Y'all have a good day. You too, buddy. Foot control option. With yeah, the, how about yeah. that? Yeah, how about that? With the motor guide, motor guide GPS-enabled trolling motor, huh? Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah, the, have, you, ever, have you ever tried a foot control? I can't do it. I can't do it either. I can I do it. Either. I can do it if I'm on a, on a like a, a – what do they call a that? Seat. Pedestal seat, yeah, pedestal seat. up yeah. front. Yeah, I can yeah. do it then. Yeah, yeah. But here, here's another. I can't thing. stand on one foot. If you were in a bay boat, mm-hmm. you would almost have to have the front casting deck literally reinforced, custom, to be able to to handle a pedestal seat to withstand the abuses that it may go through at like the jetties, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? I yes, mean, absolutely. I, I, I had a pedestal seat thing put in the front of the uh, my Pathfinder years mm-hmm. ago. And, dude, I'm telling you, it, 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 it cracked. Yeah. It kept cracking. Yeah. It couldn't withstand the rigors. So, But if you go to a boat manufacturer and before you get the boat and say, look, I'm putting, putting a pedestal seat on the front of this thing. You need to reinforce the front deck. And then, okay. Mm-hmm. But you better have it that front of that deck reinforced, especially if you're going to run a foot pedal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's take a break. We come back, we'll do a weather and the tides and uh, wrap this thing up right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Let's do a weather and a tides. Kevin, you get the weather up, and I'm going to do a tides report brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville. And this tides report is the Mayport Bar Pilot Docks. And today at 7.51 a.m., it was your high tide. That was a 4.40, and so it's now on the way out. The low tide is going to be at 1.52 this afternoon. 
8.07 p.m. tonight is your high tide. And then tomorrow in the morning, the high tide is at 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m. high tide tomorrow morning at Mayport. And then 2.30 essentially is going to be your low tide tomorrow afternoon. And for your weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Ugly today, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Northeast winds 20 to 25 with frequent frequent gust to 30 knots. It's blowing 24 at Mayport right now. Uh, Tomorrow, northeast winds 5 to 10. Really backing off tomorrow, uh, but still 4 to 6. You're not going to be able to fish offshore tomorrow. Monday, uh, north winds back up to 10 to 15, 4 to 5. Tuesday, east winds around 10, 3 to 4. Wednesday, east winds 5 to 10, 3 to 4. And then Wednesday night, they're calling for it to turn around and go southeast 5 to 10, uh, 3 feet. Still, I don't, I don't see much offshore fishing going on, but... Could happen maybe uh, I, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, maybe. yeah, 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 maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the guys that are in the Wahoo Shootout, yep. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're 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 itching to get out because yeah, I, Jeff, I don't know anything about Wahoo fishing. I honestly, don't. But I'm talking to Ricky Propor and and um, obviously Paul Dozier and stuff. Hollywood, they, they, Hollywood, they, Hollywood. They, they they love to fish around this full moon. <laughs> and man, did you see the moon coming in? This it morning? was full this morning. Woo-wee. I walked the dog last night, and it was up. Walk the dog. Walk the dog, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just curious on our um, Facebook page, Jeff. Did you did you like my pictures of the the Swillican Bridge in the comparison <laughs> to Little Okmulgee, Georgia? Where, I did. <laughs> Where'd that thought process I did. That was you know, I, that's that's my crazy mind sometimes. I was um, You're having an old spice moment. I, I did have an old spice moment. I was uh playing the leg up in the air. Uh, like, playing yeah, oh yeah, hey, little hey, little Okmulgee. Uh, with, with with Grandpa Jimmy and them, and, and, I, and I, I've 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 played this golf course dozens of times, and I looked at that bridge and I was like, "Dude, wow. that that looks. I mean, that's like in comparison of the Swillican Bridge, kind of like a flashback." And, yeah, yeah, and and um, and Scotland, <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyway, it it, it uh, I liked it. I thought it was kind of funny. So there's all kinds of good stuff, by the way, on our our Facebook page and. Uh, if you heard our LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week, uh, my dad has a new book out, um, and uh, go check it out. It's good stuff. It is yeah. a good book. The, the other thing, we had a question from Wesley okay. on our Facebook page, and he said he, he was the one earlier was trying to find the Cane Pole Wisdom mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. by yeah. Charlie, Charlie Hammer. Yeah. yeah. He said he's been having a hard time trying to find out where to get it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he might, you know, Charlie's getting up there, and maybe he's not. Replenishing yeah, if anybody knows, please send us a message on Facebook. We'd love to be able to get Wesley hooked okay. up because he's looking for some copies of that Cane Pole Wisdom book. By the way, book. that's a great book. Excellent book. Yeah, yeah. yeah Excellent book. book. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a little comparison to Dad's books, except except for Charlie's more on the water. Right. You know, and, and he gives you the history of the Jacksonville Offshore Sport Fishing Club. And oh, yeah, the, being a big Shark diver Club and everything. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Here, here's a tip from Christine at uh, – the trolling motor service over on Mayport Road, she says, by the way, Rodans, if you break something in the lower unit, it's not mm-hmm. repairable because it's sealed in line. You have to replace the whole lower unit and shaft assembly. Wow. So they're not as interchangeable as the motor the guy Kota. in the Minn Kota. What kind of warranty, though, that they give you, like a Rodan compared to a Minn Kota? That'd, that'd be interesting. Maybe we yep. can 
at some point get somebody on, whether it be her or yeah, she'd be great, Matt or or somebody that knows the the warranty and the ins and outs of these trolling motors to compare and contrast some of the points on the. the well, cost I have had them. really good success with Minkotas. They have been by far yeah my go to uh, for years. Yeah, for the years. one thing I will say because I had the Minkota and I did the the one that has the you know the the self deploy. You push a button and it goes up and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could do it over again, I would not get that. Yeah. And the reason why is that I don't want to get stuck with all of a sudden something happens. Uh, the battery dies and you got to take it off. Uh, and, 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 and I and, can't get it up. And, and everybody. She said two years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just stop right there. Oh, gosh, I don't want to get sorry. stuck and be in a position <laughs> where I can't get the Trollo motor back up. <laughs> Christine just said there's two years two years of warranty on both. It's a common problem. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. There's doctors for that. I just wanted to <laughs> cut yeah. that off before you They have advertisements children. here on yeah. Yeah. Started laughing, really. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I went, oh, no. I just said that. <laughs> nobody would laugh at Kevin and I for doing that, would they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nobody would just, just ring that over, over and over again and mull it over yes. five or six times. Yes, so, yeah, uh, I would. Uh, uh, by by yeah. the way. Uh, somebody I, else would, too. Yeah, I, I know. know. I know he's listening, but I, uh, next week I got some I got some questions for Scotty Brown. Wow. Okay. Some, about La Pond and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Saw some really cool things this week. Yeah. I know we're getting ready. But – I, I we had two days just before I came home on on like um, Wednesday and Thursday where it got warm and the shiners moved into the shallows mm. and and they always do and and I mean there's I mean there's hundreds of them this year oh great um but I I I I, I saw them feeding on the surface mm-hmm. and I'm like what are they feeding on and you know what they were feeding on insects pollen really like algae like a mullet yeah. That's weird. I, I was weird as heck. I've never seen it. I've before, never seen so. that. Yeah, pretty was, sure they're eating pollen, dude. You could see the pollen. You could see them come up and eat the pollen. Absolutely, they were eating the pollen. There's, hmm. there's no question. That sounds suspicious. Why does it sound suspicious? Why would they eat pollen? I don't know, but they were damn sure. I mean, what does a shiner eat? I don't know. Maybe they get a buzz off of it. I don't you know? know. Exactly. Like a mullet eats algae. Okay. Yeah. I mean, pollen's basically an algae. And you know I the mean, weird thing about a mullet? Mullet will eat a dead fish. Mullet will come up to the dock and eat dead, decaying fish. How do we get to pollen dead I, fish? I, I, I was just saying, that's so cool. I, I, I got some questions for saying. Scotty Brown next yeah. week. So All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, and a big thank you to uh, to Gordon. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, thank breakfast. you, Gordon. Thank you, the pork Gordon. chops, the sausage, the fried yes. eggs, the hash good. browns, the shrimp and grits. I'm so full. It's very Captain good. Kirk, thank you for bringing in the blueberry muffins. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. I will, I'll take the last two if you yep, don't want to have them. You can. Absolutely. You, you, you take them. I would love to have one. Take them to the girls. Chris has already eaten every piece of meat that's been that Gordon brought in. <laughs> you bet. You bet. You Except for me? the chop yeah, over there. Yeah, that's that's. No, kind of I had a chop. Anyway, uh, good to be back. Yeah. And uh, and I'll hopefully have some burning stories for you guys next week. Burning stories, yeah. Time to burn the woods on. Yeah, I won't oh, be here boy. next weekend. Control burn. Where are you going? We're going to Charleston. Oh, oh you going to seaweed? Yeah, that's going, right. Going to Charleston. Got the beach oh, house you're not for going a week. To seaweed. You're just going to Charleston. No, right. we're going the week before. I've been to seaweed so many times. I just yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's just go up there the week before. All right, well, good. Have a good time. I like Thank it. you. I like we will it. do some outdoor show research. Outdoor. Very good. Get pictures. Plenty as, of pictures. As usual, I will. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors: Valentino Boats, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Subs, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co Builders Inc., Tire Outlet, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Duck Duck Rooter, Coastal Equipment. Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, Wild West Guns and Gold, 
And, of course, the two Nimnik dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. See you. I think tomorrow is National Tequila Day. Oh, give me an excuse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now in the woods of the water, reaching every week, there's always a tale to tell. Something crazy or silly or scary is happening.